Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, it is John Boy time, I am your host, John Francis Fahey. Joining me as ever, the pinnacle of perversion, three children in a trench coat stacked on top of each other, disguising themselves as an adult man. Each child, of course, shredded, muscular, huge cocks, veiny, two gay, one by Aaron Joseph Peter. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good. Refreshed by this wonderful seltzer. You like the seltzer, huh? Well, it's bubbly. It's bubbly. Uh, it's effervescent. It bubbly. Yeah, right. It's bubbly, like you boys. Couple of bub- bubbly boys. Bubbly boys. Mm-hmm. Couple uh, of bubbly babies. Uh, 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 how are you? I'm grand. Hundred grand? I'm grand. I'm grand. That's what the Irish said. Ah, no, I'm grand. grand. Things are grand now, Aaron. Things are doing well. How about yourself? I'm dying inside, but I'm wearing a happy face. <laughs> now, to my right... My left. ...is uh, a, Good, man, a man... Good-looking son of a bitch. Uh, a buttery voice. Mm. Oh. oh. As if it was churned by Zeus himself. Agreed. Zeus loved to churn butter. Loved it. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Matt Brousseau. Hi. Great, to, Matt great Brousseau. to be here. The Frenchman henchman. Be funny. (laughs) (laughs) John, you must be, uh, you know, out of your mind. Very excited. Uh, Cork won the... Cork! Won the hurling championship for the Uh second year in a row. Uh uh, You know, last year, first time in 40 years, John. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, The Cork. Cork is great. County Uh, Cork. I... I remember the first time seeing a hurling match. Do they cark the sticks? No. Do they cark the hurling no, sticks? No, they're, they're, they, they seem to be cut in half to show that they're not carked. Yes. <laughs> um, but... Uh, There's a catchy side and a smacky side. A it, catchy side? With, no. with what they're doing... Um, imagine, Aaron, uh, like a basketball game with... Uh, you were dribbling like a tennis ball, but you were doing it with basically a baseball bat. And then you're winging it into goal or over the bar or whatever. And like people aren't beating the shit out of each other's faces with sticks. It's like, it's in a game that you watch and you're like, this is fucking insanity that people aren't beating like themselves into brain damage. Yeah. It's, it's a bigger than the size of a football field. And there, you can throw the ball with your hands. It's easier to hit the ball with the stick, mm-hmm. but it's basically like lacrosse, but you don't catch the ball as much. And you're just sticks flat. One side. One side is flat. The other, the other side other, has a tiny little bass. A little bit of a curve so you can you can scoop it, kind of, yeah. You can catch a little, it. Like a little high lie? Well, it's got a little cane yeah. at the end. Like a high lie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is this a... Um, it's a national Gaelic sport. Right. It makes sense. The Highlands. These are probably people who were shepherds. Mm. That's why they had a uh, they had the hitty stick and the, and the curly part. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Gaelic football, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was, yeah, there was a thing there where... Um, Croke Park in Dublin, it was uh, the place where just the Gaelic games were held. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, after after Michael Collins... Uh, I like, uh, I've seen a video called The Gaelic Games. You're thinking of the Gaelic? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. After, after uh, Michael Collins assassinated it's all three, the... It's two-parter. All the British spies <laughs> in uh, the 20s, the British just sent a tank into Croke Park and was just like, kill... Because, you know, any, mm-hmm. anybody there is a nationalist. Um, and then, so through you know, as, as time went on and stuff like that, Croke Park would be like, "Well, it's Gaelic games only." 
And then, you know, the, the soccer league in Ireland had dwindled, the FIFA stuff had dwindled so much um, that they were like, can we use this? <laughs> and uh, eventually Croke Park was like, yeah. So then they, you know, they now have British games. Oh, you know? What's next? I know. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, women allowed. The 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 following behind county to county uh, Gaelic sports was really like hyped up when I lived in Ireland. Like I'm sure it still is. Still is, yeah. Well, because you have to be you only people from that place. Yes, that it's, county it's, can it, play That's what I love about team. it. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Is it's it's really like um, there's a reason for uh, team um, loyalty. Well, just Other like just, just like, like it's just a true competition of like. Well, that town was the best that time, you know. Right, but it's not like there's trades and like exactly, yeah. For, I mean, just it's usually a brand. You're not rooting for a brand. Yes, it's usually just the, the biggest counties have the most advantage. My, my and that's my criticism of the same uh, with the Olympics of yeah. uh, uh, sports that Richard Park always quotes is a bunch of millionaires chasing after a ball, playing for teams, uh, playing for cities they're not from, and and billionaires <laughs> taking all the money. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like. And, you know, you can kind of buy your team and stuff like that. So if it's just like, if you're from in this fucking thing, now you moved there, you know, like if you're from yeah. in here, like that's, that to me is like, okay. Dude, that, if you're a guy from Cork, 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 and you, but like, you're just like, man, I just really like dairy. You know, I really like dairy. Girl. Yeah. That'd be really funny. That's like, that's a diehard. I was like, they just play a better game. <laughs> well, then they just then, play a better game over there in County Dairy. And the thing was too, is that, uh, that's a purist. The, uh, th then they'll have, uh, you know, the same thing with, uh, a town by town basis. And you know how small the Irish towns can be. So you're talking about a real small group of people. And one of the cool things that happened, uh, while my grandfather was still alive was, um, he, Got to see in Croke Park, his hometown, which was like, like I told you, like five streets conjoining and down one of them is the church. And then it's just a lot of farmland, like a tiny Irish village in mm -hmm. West Ireland go like and through the entire tournament battling Irish towns and get to the final and win. And you got to see his tiny little mm -hmm. village. And it did. He was fucking like, I mean ecstatic mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was at the game with him it was so fucking great you know but I mean like how the fuck long could that tournament go on for every tiny village well there's probably a lot of tiny villages there's a lot yeah, yeah. fuck yeah there's a fucking lot oh you um, see so you're saying yeah it would go long not, yeah not, yeah yeah fucking yeah. man organized sports are fascist <laughs> glad we got that take <laughs> dude I love sport I love sport <laughs> I don't think you really care a fuck about sport no, I, don't. I don't give a fuck about I don't give a team loyalty. I, no, like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I, sports are I'd, I'd rather be playing it. Agreed. Yeah, more, it is, uh, it more, is, more fun to play than watch. Uh, yeah, I don't, yes. don't. Yeah, if I wear, if I'm wearing a hat, it's because it looks cool. Yeah, don't, don't get, right. your, don't get your identity you. swept up in it. Yeah, well, there's I mean, so many people oh that don't have God, it. Yeah. It just means like, it's like people like the college. If you get your identity swept up in it to the point where like, you know, your mood is. Yeah, dependent uh, on how, uh, the, yeah, Phillies, how yeah. the Phillies did. Yeah, then you know you gotta you gotta really develop a personality. Yeah, it's, it's fun to be excited because your team won. But like, yes, if, it's it's fun to be there in the moment and and share in a yeah, a group dynamic of uh, shared ecstasy. Right. But when it's over, go home. 
Yes. Don't beat people up in the parking lot. Right, right. Yeah. Don't beat people up anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we should bring something up. We should bring something up. Uh, we have a, a little bit of a competition of our own going on, which is... Uh, which you should attach your identity to. <laughs> yeah, now this is actually important stuff. Um, <laughs> the uh, the competition to uh, draw the best uh, interpretation the of, best. of Michael Mike, Michelangelo's David Duchovny, of course, as I introduce Aaron as sometimes. Uh, Aaron- Folks, John will sometimes introduce me, Aaron Pita, as Michelangelo's David Duchovny. Yeah. Are you familiar with the, the the work of art? Michelangelo's David. That's right. And the and celebrity now, David, David Duchovny. Duchovny. I mean, there's a lot of crossover here with these things. I don't think we need to explain it all. <laughs> uh, I could do an episode explaining it all, but maybe after I get the fucking thing. The thing is, it's a hot guy mixed with a guy that's really perverted, mm-hmm. read through diaries, etc. And all sorts of biblical, mythological, socioeconomic commentary just wrapped all into it. It's really, it's really, really good. You know, these things just come to me. And, <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, frequently, uh, yeah. I'll just get a new one, you know. Mm-hmm. And people don't, get- don't get a new one yet. Because we're still beating this one out. We've got a we've got a few very good submissions. Yes. So far, we're not quite there yet. Yes. We'd like to see a hyper detailed, uh, exquisite one, uh, but we will post them all. Yeah. And so we will can... t- we will tell you uh, the leaders of the pack. Yeah. Uh, what we... we like about those leaders. Yes. And then we will also tag uh, Mr. David Duchovny himself. Maybe have him wait. We'll find in. a way to get a hold of him. We'll find a way. We're uh, gonna tell one eight hundred Red Shoe Diaries. Know, like, condom with helium and just float it over his place. Oh, maybe we need to Wait, take it. fill take... a condom with helium and float it over his yeah, place. Yeah, he probably loves him. He's bound to grab it. He might be he's into that grab message on what? it. The condom. Yeah. He's a sex fiend, Aaron. Anything with yeah, sex, dude, he's just going to grab real, it. Real sex fiends don't like condoms, bro. Unless they're putting their turds in them. Yeah, maybe. In which case, no. <laughs> message in the condom. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're going to... Normally... Would never ever critique or give people uh, uh, notes for their art, mm. uh, but this is going on my body. Yes, and it's got to be the best. It's, it's got to, it's got to be. Think the about best. the time that Michelangelo took. You know what he said. Uh, <laughs> the, the think, about the, think about the time that Mrs. Duchovny took. <laughs> David's mom gestating him. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I've this is up. not a frivolous thing yeah. here, Matt. No. This is the real deal. Yeah, yeah, I get that. This is not that's a carpe diem that's tattoo. Why I, don't, I don't have a tattoo. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> you know, you got to really get. We want to get. We want to get some more uh, detail. We want to get a little, uh, th- a slight three D. We want to get a little relief to it. You know, a little. We want to see that maybe there's shadow. Uh, uh, you want to break down the aesthetic distance. Yeah. Uh, um, it needs to sing to the both, like you know, the best aspects of uh the the, the Michelangelo uh statue and also David Duchovny, uh you know, a pretty decently famous celebrity. Yeah, and by virtue of that, making me look really cool for having it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I would say yeah, he's um you know the best example of uh you know uh, a, a high functioning pervert mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that is is cool. Yeah. He's cool. Very. You know, ladies love Cool D. Yeah, Duchovny. Yeah, <laughs> LL Cool D. You know, this is not uh, Dave Navarro. This is not. <laughs> no, 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 Michael, no. We do not send us Michelangelo's Dave Navarro. No, that's, I mean, you can send it. That's I'm not fun. getting it. That's yeah. Pretty fun. Um, do not send us Michelangelo's David Coulier. <laughs> 
David Letterman? No. <laughs> Big old gap. <laughs> be nice. Yeah. So don't, I mean, pencil. I'm not getting those ones. No. Uh, but we're, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll post what we've got so far on Instagram, uh, what we think you know, are the... And uh, we got the tips. And we'll, we'll give you the tips. We'll give you tips. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then once we meet, we narrow down to a candidate, mm-hmm. uh, then maybe we'll work one-on-one. A, can- a candidate. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll also... And yeah. we'll have a candidate. Yeah. yeah. Well. And, and we'll get, uh, we'll, we'll get Duchovny involved, see what he feels. I'd love to get David involved. And I, and I, I, I feel like he'd love to be involved as well. Yeah, Probably. All right. Um, I think we just have to meet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah, lunch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? Spago. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he lives in Malibu, maybe at that pizza place over there. Sure. Malibu Pizza? Maybe, uh, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu 7-Eleven? <7-11. laughs> yeah, we'll go to Paradise Cove, have the calamari, rub our toes in the sand on the beach, you know? Oh, he probably loves toes. That's <laughs> nice. We'll just crack wise about Red Shoe Diaries. Um, Matt, I think you, you have something that you want to share with us. Oh, no, Aaron should go first. Yeah, I got, oh. I got a little tiny one. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, just tiny little thing. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, John, your last profile, uh, told us, regaled us with the, uh, an incredible tale of, uh, twin brothers. That's right. Uh, gynecologists, mm-hmm. Jews, mm-hmm. abortionists, uh, abortionists occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, revolutionary OBGYNs, mm-hmm. uh, identical, uh, uh, for, Identical, but not so identical. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, fraternal? I think uh, fraternal, but fraternal, but, but goddamn close to identical. Yes, yes. Well, their parents couldn't even tell them apart when they were hitting them. I think they didn't want to. Yeah, there's that. Um, they had distinct different personalities, right? You know, they were. One was the top. The one, one was, was the bottom, bottom yes, etc. I got this story fucking here. <laughs> there's so many interesting things about these twins, you know. I know. There's. I mean. Oh yeah. Let me say, the Nazis were onto something studying that. <laughs> Yes, you know, the Nazis, the first people to study twins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. First, first ones to do it right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying. What are you saying? Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, whatever you're saying, don't. I'm not, yeah. I'm not just saying it. Yeah. Just, you're like, they had a lot of good ideas. Hey, hey man, the Volkswagens are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this. You <laughs> bosses. <laughs> <laughs> Bear aspirin really is the one. Dr- um, so this is the story of Jack Ufe and Oscar Stor. 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 Okay. Oscar S T O with the umlaut H R. Oscar Stor. Um. Now, these were brothers, identical twins that were born in Trinidad. Hmm. But not Tobago. That's right. In 1933. Okay. And um, their parents, like, they fell in love on a fucking uh, ship on the way to Trinidad at some point, and they married. And they had kids. Uh, he, they were born in Trinidad in 1933. Um, when that relationship unraveled uh, very quickly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they're on shore, <laughs> you know, I got my I got my land legs back. Huh? Um, I'm overseas. They, uh, the mother, took uh, uh, one one. Oh, that's gnarly. Yeah. Um, and was that store? 
Yeah. So the so the her father her their mother, um, what married this man? Um. Uh, so what's his name? Uh, Yosef, Yosef Yufe. And um, they were raised apart. Where? So, uh, Jack spent his childhood in Trinidad and Venezuela. Is that Yufe? Jack Yufe. Yeah. Yes. Um, he served in the Israeli Navy. Shit. Worked in a kibbutz. No shit. And then uh, followed, and then he stayed with his uh, um, father. The mother took Oscar to mm-hmm. to Germany. Nope. Um, so, uh, so Jack joined, served in the Israeli Navy, worked in a kibbutz, followed with his father uh, to San Diego as a young man, ran a little, little uh, knickknack variety store mm-hmm. in San Diego. Surf shop. Yeah, sex wax, whole nine, yeah, man. Alibu surf shop. Oscar, um, seen as the more sensitive, finicky one. Honest uh, boy. Moved to uh, a small town in the Sudetenland. Mm. In, in Germany and uh, or, you know uh, it was, I guess this was before when did Hitler take the Sudetenland like 35 okay well so, if he's serving in the Israeli no no now this is Oscar this is Oscar this is right, the other right, one right but I'm saying oh okay so this is before yeah yeah gotcha. so I'm just giving you a little rundown gotcha. of Jack okay. now I'm giving you a little rundown of Oscar gotcha Oscar Oscar grew up in a small town in the Sudetenland he was raised as a Roman Catholic mm-hmm. both born Jews mm-hmm uh uh, raised Roman Catholic, joined the Hitler Youth. Then after the war, worked as a coal miner and a welder uh, where he married and had two children. So in 79, there was this um, pioneering study at the University of Minnesota where like they f- found all these different twins that were raised apart around the world and they were like, oh, we got to study these fucking things. Like, you know, like three identical strangers, that type of stuff. study these fucking things. Did you see that movie? I heard about it. I okay, don't. well then, don't cite it because it's not the same. <laughs> but it, but it, I mean, it is about three. It was a very unethical story about right. a triplets that were separated at birth, yes. and then they reunited them, and they found striking similarities with their lives. Well, no, they, and there's they, a, they found yeah, it's 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 really that they were deliberately raised in three different classes. Yeah, and to see the differences that happened between mm-hmm. what is supposed to be the same person. Pretty fun time. They're three different people, but yeah. Uh, how does class affect one person? Yes, that's uh, science. So I'm going to cite it. <laughs> um, so they became kind of like celebrities when this uh, 1995 German documentary film called Oscar and Jack was made. Um, and they were described by uh, the director of this Minnesota study, Thomas J. Bouchard Jr. Uh, uh, he, he said, Jack and Oscar clearly have the greatest differences in background I have ever seen among identical twins reared apart. Yeah. One was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. One. But he also knew he was Jewish, right? Maybe, maybe not. Probably right. not. So, I would guess not. Probably make um, it a lot he was, easier. So he asked <laughs> his, uh, Jack, yeah. Jack was born uh, 1916, 1933, Port of Spain. Um, uh, and, um, so was Oscar. <laughs> what? Um, but when, when Oscar went to Germany, uh, they, they were, they were separated, uh, it was six months later. 
I mean, they were born in six so months they, later. They, 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 don't, they, don't, they, they don't, don't. They don't remember, remember ever meeting each other or anything like that. They don't remember shit. Were they told of each other at all? So later. Okay. Um. So, uh, mother changes Oscar's last name mm. to Store, and they go to Germany. Uh, she becomes a nursemaid, and um, uh, she was a real, real Catholic bitch, man. She was a real disciplinarian to this kid. Uh. And and he when he, That's a he had, when he was a kid he asked her what a Jew was and she said never say that word again. Oh boy! And now that may be because she was she saw the writing on the wall what was going right, on in Germany right, at the time right. and just don't ever bring it up. Because is she Jewish? Dude, you're only Jewish if your mother is. Right. So yeah. 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 Um, let's see. I, I can give you a little info. Uh, her name is Sonia. Uh, let's see. Uh. Yeah, her name, her name was Sonia. I don't have a last name. Um, well, this thing, too, is, though, is, is that there would be people in Europe that would just change their name yeah. to oh, re- remove the Judaism. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, it's as easy as that. But, well, no, but, <laughs> but, but, but then deliberately be unable to trace your shit back because yeah. you're just like, fucking, I... Yeah, because it's someone's job to, like, and not just, to and, and, and I mean, not just, like, you know, in Russia, people did oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking all over the place. So in in school, like when his principal would ask what kind of name Yufe was, um, he would say it was French. Like it's Yufe. Hey. <laughs> um, toward the end of the war, he had joined joined the Hitler Youth. Um, now Jack over in Trinidad and then Venezuela and San Diego, uh, w- may, was still he, he was secular Jewish. Right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't like a practicing religious Jew, but I still identified as such. Yeah. Um, he was having his own weird isolation because he was like the only white dude in Trinidad. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where the main religions are Christian and Hinduism at the time. Uh, when he was seven, he was told that he had a twin brother in Germany. And when they met years later, they both told each other that they were both haunted by the idea growing up that they would... Um, might meet each other on the battlefield. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, and have and you know, killing one another, right? Um, after the war, um, I think their mom wrote a, a letter to Joseph, father, asking for help. Like, let's propose a family reconciliation. These kids get need to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but by that time, Joseph had married winner, the winner of the Miss Trinidad contest hey, all right. and was doing just fine without her. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was a Trinidad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but Jack, so he would not respond to this is X, Y, but Jack would send care packages to Germany of like sugar and rum, all the island shit. You know? <laughs> like, I want to remind you, here's some sugar. Look at, look at my wife wins every week. Mm hmm. Uh, Jack, at 13, joined the Sea Scouts, which was kind of like an entry point for the British Navy. Um, uh, you know, it, it, in his mind, he was like, I had to be very pro-British because in my mind, being pro-British would take attention away from having a German mother. Hmm. Because Germany wasn't in a hot geopolitical position after the war. Just like, you so of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but he, he was, he had an aunt in Venezuela who had survived the concentration camps. Damn. Yeah, he went to Israel, worked in a kibbutz. Yeah. Um, served as a flagship, flagship sergeant in the Israeli Navy. Married an American woman, Ona Hirsch, who urged him to make contact with his, his German side of his family. Huh. Um, 
the marriage ended in divorce. <laughs> uh, but then they met through this this university thing. Yes. So. Uh, <laughs> In 1979, this one read an article about the Minnesota twin family study. Um, they met. Course, they met in an airport. Um, and they were like, "Dude, it's it like looking in a mirror." Both men had short, neatly trimmed mustaches, rectangular wire rim glasses, rounded at the corners. They both wore blue shirts with military-style pockets. Their same receding hairline. Over the next. 20 years until Oscar died in 97. They visited each other and took vacations together while, while submitting to a week-long battery of tests through this twin study. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, with the baseball Professor team. Bouchard noticed that both brothers had the same gait, the same way of sitting in chairs, uh, things that their family members over the years had picked up on. Both men loved butter and spicy food. They both flushed the toilet before and after using it. Both read the endings of books first. Both wrapped tape around pens and pencils to get a better grip. Both spoke precisely at the same rate despite different languages. Wow. Um, Jackson, I always thought I picked up nervous habits like fidgeting with other people's rubber bands and paper clips from my father, but because he's the same way. Um, I think that happens too, though. It does happen. Yes, it does happen yeah, too. Yeah. But the other one never met his father. No, I know, yeah. I know. But but there was, you know, there's other people I know that didn't know their dad and some relative that did know their dad would be like, Oh, oh your father oh, would do that. Yeah, you're doing this. This can be uh, exemplified greatly in uh, the beginning, uh, well, middle, middle, maybe the second act of Back to the Future <laughs> when they're in the uh, cafe, 50s. Well, just the cafe at the time. And he's sitting next to his dad and they both do that. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that thing. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Now, he might have learned that nature and nurture. You know, he did know his father, who was a loser um, or a butthead. (laughs) Uh, They said, um, their family members said that uh, they were very competitive, always trying to one-up each other, like finding the best hotel and vacation. Uh, They learned to avoid certain topics like the war or religion. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Um, Huh. Eventually... You know, eventually that because they were still very like like they just weren't they were not tight. One grew up as a Nazi youth, the other did not. Right, right, right. But what did they get out of of, of these these hangs together that they enjoyed? Eventually, they they started bonding over practical jokes. Yeah, they you know they had so much in common. Uh, you know, even if it wasn't you flushed. The, I mean, j- even just though you flushed the toilet too before yeah. and after shit. I thought it was just me. This guy gets me. Yeah, yeah, but that's not. How far is that going to take you? Well, Not, you know, well that, eventually. That doesn't that doesn't take you that far, but then the pen thing. Then there's all of these things where you're like It's you, enough to keep doing it every year yeah. as a part of the study, but like they still weren't they were they didn't yeah, it, it wasn't until later that they had a, a little bond. bit of a bond, right? Yeah. And the family members say like um once on a trip to Trinidad while the two were riding in a taxi, Jack spotted an old friend and told Oscar to jump out and give him a big greeting. Uh, and a minute later, Jack got out of the taxi, and the man said, "Oh Lord, it's two Jackies." Then my oh, question is, who Jack? <laughs> um, it's two Jackies. And uh, Jack, Jack recalled a, a, a he, when Jack was uh, speaking to the professor during this these tests every year, whatever. It's toward the late, toward the end, Jack. He recalled uh, something strange that, that Oscar said to him, and he said, if we would have been switched, I would have been the Jew, and you would have been the Nazi. Yeah. 
And um, Oscar died uh, back in uh, 2015. Fell down a manhole. And I don't know if Jack is still alive. Also fell down a manhole. But um, <laughs> one he of those weird things. <laughs> like, before and after. Yeah. Um, one of those weird... Oh, no, yeah, it's very, very... Weird twin things. Yeah, I had a sociology teacher who he said he insisted that he believed it was nature and not nurture because he heard a story about these two twins who never knew each other and both became firefighters. And he's like, there it is. That's the proof. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you're just... Kind of a scientist. Well, that, but that, that is the thing about the deliberate, uh, the de- deliberate thing about the three identical strangers is that they deliberately put them in a uh, upper class, lower right. class, and middle class family. But all in the same country. Uh, all in the same country, but but deliberately. Yeah, that, it, that the, the interesting story about that is that it's how wildly unethical it is. Oh, it's wildly unethical, and not only that, it was, uh, and it's not good science. No, and it's, and it's, and then check this out. It is a specifically. Jewish adoption agency. So it's Jewish people wanting to know that their kid is Jewish mm. and they're getting into very fucking weird Nazi-ish experiments with real living people. Mm-hmm. And then they would go and they would have somebody take like tests on how they were doing in the three different homes Flush and the toilet, uh, film them, you know, eight millimeters, six millimeters, whatever they had back then. And uh, they would also see like, like signs of separation anxiety with the kids hitting their heads like mm-hmm. on the fucking uh, the uh, bars uh, of, of your of, brother you don't know hits his head at the same speed. Uh, yeah, but like just like like a kid Sam, Sam speed Sam speed a kid knowing that something's wrong. Sam yes. speed and like just like how fucked is that? That is that's like it's super fucked. And none of the researchers fucking saying. Yeah, I mean I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anybody that like is going to see the movie, but like it's been out for a while. It's you can spoil. Well, I mean. The one from the lower class family, he kills himself. Right. And so, like, at first they all meet each other and they're like, oh, yeah, we like the same kind of girls, same mannerisms. They have all this cute shit and, sh- like, that's all good. And then they're running a restaurant together. They went on, like, the, you know, the national news tour together. But then, like, you know, just suddenly like, it just pivots in the documentary. Mm-hmm. It's such a roller coaster of documentary. And this, this one woman is just like, it's nurture. It's, it's all nurture. She's wrong. No. She's not because this it's was a the- combination of both. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. But this was the reason. So then she's wrong. <laughs> it's all nurture is wrong. B- which two didn't kill themselves? Yeah, but that's that's not everything. Well, maybe she's I mean, saying is she saying it's all is nurture? saying it's all nurture no, 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 is no, no, obviously no. she wrong. No, but maybe she's saying all that- all one hundred percent. No, okay, not all. Well, you settled down. But that's what she said. Maybe no, she. You she just seen, said you have just seen said the movie. it's nurture. Yeah, watch the movie. But I, I imagine she's responding to the reason this situation happened is nurture. Well, no, it was like all the hype of, of their thing and then yeah. starting the rest of it was just like nature, 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 like they're right. the same. And then like it was going like, no, yeah. the, the socioeconomic differences had a huge impact. Absolutely. Was this fucking guy like, you know, a drunk, abusive dad kind of probably hit him more than the other kids. And then they all met each other. And then they all met each and other. And then he found out. Then he goes, holy shit, I was separated at birth and they chose to put me in the fucking... You know, lower classes of society. Or, that's part or, of the suicide too. Uh, maybe, maybe. No, no. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that they actually got there. They didn't uncover the conspiracy. Maybe by the time that uh, he killed himself, but his the result of his upbringing, you know, was. I mean, he had, he had a different upbringing. Yes, and totally. it matters absolutely. Nurture fucking matters. I mean, it's 
Ab- no doubt. Yeah. I mean, so like, if I had been re- if I had been taken to Germany, I would have been a Nazi. If you had been stay here, I'd, you would have been a Jew. Totally. So, like, but it's not all one or the other. Anybody that says that is deluding themselves. Yeah, but the the point of the experiment was to be like, here's three of the same's as much as you can get. Right. Let's see what happens in these three different things. Right. And then they were going and doing a battery of tests yep. throughout. That was part of the thing of like they probably got stipends for doing this. Mm-hmm. And then it was still kept like, you know, like a secret or whatever, you know, they yep. fucking go to school and then people are like, you look like my friend. And then they all meet each other. It's like the whole thing plays out. But there's there's only one of them that died. Right. And- would they would he have done that if he ne- if they never met? Right. If they never knew that they were separated at birth. Also, growing up in the same country, even though there's three different classes they were in, is still they're gonna have a lot of the same experiences. It's not like raising them in fucking sub-Saharan Africa. No, no, no. Of course not. It's, but it's all more similar than it is different. Right. Uh, but and if you would have taken any one three of them and put them in that, they also may have committed suicide too. Um, it's a mixture of both. Yeah, but it's it's not like you know. What you go through matters. Jesus Christ, yes. And that was the point of the experiment. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why the Nazis, you know. Oh, boy. That's why they what? I don't know. I just wanted to get a rise out of you. <laughs> I just wanted to get a rise out You did it in, in the last one. <laughs> You're talking I'm like telling the story. I'm going like, oh, and then he won't revive his brother. And he's going like, well, it's not gay. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? I was so mad. And then later on, I was like, that was really funny. I was going, because they were going like, the gay shit? I was like, yeah, like the gay shit. Well, it's not. It's not. I know. It's, it's just your brother. A, it's saving very, it. You're saving his life. But he was probably, it was too close. It was too real for him. It's a really stupid contribution. I really, <laughs> I was so, really I was so invested in the story. And you're like, well, it's not gay. I was like, are you listening? <laughs> I'm listening to every word. <laughs> that was rather nice, Aaron. I enjoy that it's quite a bit. It's interesting. There's all it's sorts of weird twins shits. Yeah. There's, oh, I mean, really quite a few. Especially the trouble they get into when they, they stay together. And they like, mm. you know, there's some of those ones where like, they have their own language and they feel very much like they cover for each other. So they get like, I mean, there's some stories where there can be some real trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Obama was a twin. His brother was in office half the time and no one, he was, no one knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> there was only one tower, but it was called the twin towers. There's always, <laughs> always one coming in. The the mirage. The <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And then we're going to come back and Matt's going to give us a sweet little profile. Kind of. Yeah. We'll be right back folks. And we're back. Hell see, yeah. See that Dodger that that Dodger drawing you did? Then we're back with Big Sexual. I did not. No, I didn't see that either, man. He sends me everything but stuff about this show. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> At least this time he, he has actually messaged me about a very good artist I hadn't heard of just out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. No, he's got some killer suggestions sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, he did really. the, the the prison escape guy or whatever, and like I think I might have put the profile together like the same day, but I didn't tell him I was going to do it, and then like it came out like really hot on the heels, and he was like, "Whoa, that was fast," <laughs> but that was all Dodger, yeah. Well, thanks, Dodger, fucking maniac. And he really just really kind of got me with it with the thing of like, 
oh, this guy's like locked up with the most insane people on earth just because he's so good at escaping he's prison. He's here with them, yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like he didn't do anything that crazy and just like the dichotomy yeah. of that of like, I'm yeah. in here with the most famous like terrorists well, on because, earth. All because one cop is like, ah, you kind of, you seem like a white guy. But they're just Get like, out of here, scamp. But they're like, yeah, they're just so embarrassed that they're like, all right. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. It's like, I mean, that guy still got promoted after that. Yeah. They're not so embarrassed to not keep. Oh, yeah. No, no. Job. Yeah. All right. So, Matt, what do you got for me, man? Okay. So, I mean, this is so this is kind of a, a media thing. And uh, I think in some ways, I think, Aaron, you, you're, you're definitely gonna, you're not going to like some of it. And Why John, am I not going to like some of it? Because it's it's pseudoscience. Oh, but that's cool. I like critiquing stuff. <laughs> It'll be pretty easy to critique. And John, I think for that same reason, you will kind of like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, John, you believe bullshit. <laughs> no, no, bullshit. no, no, because I think his tolerance for pseudoscience is, is a little bit different. Oh. It's just different. How the fuck is that? Yeah, well, just listen, man, I like the fucking remote view. Like, no, no, yeah, hey, no, hey, no, no, I'm let, just, I'm just let's saying. Just, hey, let's try it out. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, uh, there's... So first off, I want to say this comes from, uh, for me, someone in the Profiles Hall of Fame, uh, Donna Cassie, who ran the kook zine forever uh-huh. and has been just like a nonstop uh, source, source for yeah. just, you know, wackos and weirdos mm-hmm. and, we- and weird ideas. Mm-hmm. The good shit. Yeah. Um, and so I got, I got one of... Uh, her the second book she made she Frankenstein made. computer god yes. listening yes that was so that was one of hers um and also the concave earth is a concave shell there's another one oh yeah mm-hmm. uh this one i uh, there was a couple in here i was trying to choose from one of them is a different type of pseudoscience about the aquatic ape theory i love the aquatic ape theory do you know theory. that one yes i do yeah, so it's very fun it's fun i i didn't that one required more research to, to explain i just didn't yeah are you going into that at all or no no that okay, was, that just, was can i was can going give to. people a little bit of a rundown yes. just on it so the aquatic ape theory is that um at some point in our uh history as primates um we may have been damn near amphibious uh-huh uh most of human most of humanity lives within you know a, a few miles of the beach not just any body of water but the beach mm-hmm. uh human babies innately will hold their breath if you throw them into a pool or They'll something try home. Nice. They'll, they just know how to hold their breath um we and then later sue we, the band we don't have uh <laughs> are you talking yeah. about nirvana yeah yeah. Hey, I get that. I got that. Re- understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have we're, we're hairless pretty much, right? Um, and uh, we uh, are, I think are the only primates that swim, et cetera, so on and so forth. So there's the aquatic ape theory that at some point in our history we were ocean dwelling. I like it. It's fun. It was. It's fun to think about. It was popularized by an English writer, television writer, uh, Elaine Morgan, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it was very. It was a femi- It was kind of like a feminist Ugh. take on on uh, on human history, and then later she wow, took the, she really she took advanced the, the feminist cause by being the, wrong. Well, she took the feminism out in her later writings of it in order to make it scientific. You know what she could have done was add science and take <laughs> out bullshit, left the feminism. But even you know, even David Attenborough. But it sounds like you believe in it. No, I don't. Even David David Attenborough uh, thinks it's a theory worth studying, it, and it's worth studying, of course. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think the the science is pretty much in that there that we don't that it's failed. 
yeah, well, he is like, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And time kills um, us. But I mean, well, you got you got to be around water. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think in in general, uh, throw anything up and have it shot down is well. The, I the mean, best I, science. That as, is as, science. As someone, yeah. as someone pointed out, uh, it's it's one of the it's an umbrella theory uh, in in that you can't really poke holes in it because none of the there's nothing it's concrete enough. To yeah, poke a hole in. it's not a real theory because it's unfalsifiable. Yeah. And plus, I always kind of thought that the idea of evolution was us crawling out of the mud anyway. From but no, as fish, right? But not as primates. Not as like apes doing the backstory. Not like going oh. going in as and then you know like at some point. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yes. Like, okay. I mean, deep evolutionary history. The fossil record is remarkably complete, showing like yeah. there's there's not a bunch of fossilized primates in seabeds. Right. Um. It, but that'd it, be dope. It would be dope. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, and then we really would have Namor. Oh yeah, shit, you know, mm. it'd be really fucking cool as shit. But uh, take it back to Atlantis, man. <laughs> but it's always no. Uh, if I quote the TV show Sightings, <laughs> as you always, no do. case is closed to an open mind. Very true. Wow, we agree. Sightings, America's, Sci-Fi America's Channel. America's Catch it. So what, what do we got? Okay, so there's this idea in that has has run throughout history of. Um, Sort of a cyclical idea of history, uh, a, a sort of a, a golden age a, 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 of perfection, and then uh, that was whittled down, and then slowly uh, uh, humans got worse and worse until they were destroyed and birthed again. Mm-hmm. Right, Dark many, age. many cultures. Yes, and you know this is you know this has been something that has believed been believed uh, through right, many cultures and and religions too. And, you know, it usually starts in, you know, I'm reading, I'm paraphrasing a lot of Kasi here, but, uh, you know, the nostalgia for the Gilded Age. Yes. Right. When, when everything was perfect. Yes. E- even to the point where, you know, the the Greek historians would would talk about how amazing Sparta was. Yes. Yes. And then Brett Devereaux in his amazing, uh, his wonderful uh, history of Sparta, he points out that like, like Herodotus, Thucydides, uh, Xenophon, Aristotle, Plutarch, they're saying... Wasn't 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 Sparta wonderful for rich white men like us? Yeah. Is really what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's this idea of of you know weren't we better back then in the in the golden age when we were when mortals were gods? Yeah, mm. right. And then then there's the silver age after the golden age. It's not as good. The children aren't doing as well, but not bad. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's the bronze age where it's all war all the time. Right. And then. The heroic age, where things get a little bit better, but and this Bronze Age is different than the actual historic right, Bronze right. Age. This yes, is, this is a, a culture. The Bronze Age yeah. is a historical time period, yes. but this is uh, this is a um, what you're referring to is this kind of mythological yes uh, uh, devolution, evolution, cyclical nature yes. of how time passes for humanity. Yes, and and weren't things better back then? Right. Yes, yes. And aren't we? We're way worse off now than remember we when the Yugas are also this in yes. Hindu mythology. Yes, and yes, it, she, she, Kasi does mention that too. And then of course there's the Iron Age, and things are terrible. And then of course there's a period of rebirth. Um, and you know you, you can even see the the flood, the Noah's uh, God's flooding the earth is a period of rebirth. Yeah. But but the difference is is is, in the, is, is Kasi writes in the Judeo Christian. It's uh, it's more linear. It's mm. not as cyclical, right? But then, with 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 people like Madame Blavatsky, mm, worthy of a profile, it it became her idea. This secret doctrine was again cyclical, mm-hmm. and so her idea of the history of humanity was again uh, it evolved. 
different than the Judeo-Christian. And I think you could, I think you could see a kind of a pattern of like, we believe this thing. And then someone goes, I have a different idea. Mm -hmm. And people go, oh, that's cool. But are they then, saying it's uh, like by design almost? Yes. A la the League of Shadows. A la? <laughs> a la? Not a No, no, uh, no. It's not cosmic design. Okay. Not by Not burn, it, burn it down and start again. Yes. Not right. Resin loaded it's a trade cosmic, ships yes. with plague rats. Right. Burn London to the ground. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. It's not the League of Shadows. It's a cosmic in their opinion, it's a cosmic reality. Right. Huh. Zeus, and, Zeus destroys it, and we, and yeah. we start over. Uh, Madame Blavatsky was uh, tight with, I think, uh, P.D. Uspensky. Yeah, we talked about her a little bit. And, yeah, uh, this kind of like uh, uh, modern, what we consider modern mystic mm -hmm. from the e uh, Near East. Yeah, you know, evolution of mesmerism. And yeah, stuff that like. whole okay. time period. Got it, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, theosophist. I think the she was. She was. She was. She was one, one of the founding yes, of the minds of theosophy. Yes. Okay. That whole like group is gonna yes. get mined on the show. So if you're, it's I don't very, know why you thought good. I'd hate this. I love this. Show. No, no, we're not the stuff you hate. I'll get to the hate later. Uh, you know, she even points out that the uh, points out that Schlegel, Frederick von Schlegel, the he 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 used the term Aryan to say that the ancient Indians, the ancestors of the Germans, were. Yeah. We're an aristocratic, perfect race. We were race. just talking about this before you... We were just talking about this off-air before you even brought any of this up. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's cyclical. <laughs> it's where this show is a little cyclical. But one of the most interesting of all is... So there's all of these ideas that things were better. But uh, she, she writes about one that I think is amazing. Uh, where... Things were better, but not because they were good. Things were bad, and they only got worse. Mm. And that brings us to a man named Oscar Kissmerth. Can you spell that? Oscar, and then Kiss, and then M-A-E-R-T-H. Hmm. Uh-huh. And Oscar with a K or a C? With a C. Good. He was born in Hungary, what was then Hungary, in 1914. <laughs> He was starving, too. <laughs> and at some point in his life, there's almost nothing known about this guy. But at some point in his life, he was naturalized as a British citizen, and he made a lot of money as a businessman in Hong Kong. Ooh. Oh. And I know this from a UPI article. What's UPI? It's Universal Press something. Okay. International. Associated Press type thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh In 1972, he moved into a 180-room compound in Italy. That he helped like rebuild. He barely made so much money as a businessman. What year? 1882? 1972. 1972. Way yes. off. He smoked, uh, according to an interview opium, opium, opium. that uh, hmm. some guy on elcultural.com uh, remembered that he did with him, he smoked nonstop and he wore Tibetan monk robes. And from the UPI, uh, the only news article I found on him was in 1982, his daughter Gabby was abducted and ransomed. Hmm. Uh, the, the, she, the, the uh, abductors asked for $3.6 million, but he was able to convince them that he didn't have that kind of money anymore. And after 149 days, she was released for $122,000. Damn. Such a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's out of my hair. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you deal with her. <laughs> She's not in one of my 180 rooms. In 149 days, you guys are gonna be begging so, for me to so take her what, back. what is he like famous for at this point that you would you would ransom his daughter? Be, just having a lot of money, huh? Okay. I mean, he he 
helped fix up this compound. Okay, yeah, this is like property and development. So, et yeah, 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 it's yeah, okay. this you know place in Italy, and his apparently they thought her his daughter had run away with her boyfriend, and then oh, a few so days it's later, maybe, uh, possibly like Mafia Camorra kind yeah, of yeah, 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 it could be. Ma- could what's be. that? I don't know what that Camorra is. would be the the uh, the Neapolitan, the Naples Mafia. Oh yeah, and Mafia is uh, Sicilian. How do you spell Camorra? C O M O R R A, I believe. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. So that was the thing, like. They were separate organizations mm. in the states too, mm. like, and they were very much mm. regionally affiliated. Uh, yeah, and then it was like again under Luciano, who was like, "Green is the only color." Yeah, <laughs> and when yeah. he was going yeah. like, "Yeah, we yeah. hang out with uh, Polish people, yeah. Irish guys, you know, the Jewish, some blacks." Yeah, and so all the Italians <laughs> eventually got under the uh, under the mafia thing. Cosa Nostra. It's our yeah. thing. Yeah. And but they still would have those prejudices, like oh, yeah. between uh, Gotti and like Sammy the Bull, for instance. <sighs> Sammy the Bull would be uh, Sicilian. You know the Sicilians. The, so uh, Marath died in 1990, and so that's basically everything I was able to find about him. Okay, daughter ransom made a ton of money. Okay, except he wrote an eight-page pamphlet that was the sequel to the book that he is known for. Oh. And I'm not going to give you the title because that will give it away. But here are the reviews. He wrote a book that came out, I believe, uh, I forgot to write that down, but in the late 70s. So after his moving into the compound and after the ransom? Uh, Before the ransom. Before the ransom, he wrote this book. Yes. And that's part of his fame. Or, or, yes. Okay, that's how these guys are. Or infamy. Uh, I got to guess. Do you want to say it now? Do not is, confirm or deny the guess. Is it the anarchist cookbook? <laughs> no, it's not. The no, that guy's still alive. The, I, don't docu- know, I don't know. Who did it. It there's a guy. Did a documentary. The anarchist cookbook. No, that guy. That, there's a documentary about that guy right now online. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, man, fuck so, these guys. He writes this book. It doesn't sell at all. Um, and uh, he did. Uh, he even went on quote the most reputed German TV show on culture. And they did, uh, quote, uh, uh, if you were out of the mainstream, uh, uh, they did, he did, quote, everything to have him seen, interviewed, reviewed, but the book sold very badly. And uh, despite their best efforts. Yes. Okay, and it. then um, the, the United States, the, the Prager Publishing Corporation, which, as Cassie points out, was uh, often published books for the CIA. Hmm. Uh-huh. Was uh, this... Mein Kampf 2, Electric Boogaloo? No, but there, there is a New York Times article from 1977 that points out that the guy who created Pe- uh, Prager Publishing was friendly with the CIA and would, would often publish books for them as kind of like a test. Let's, let's, let's see what this does to the culture type of thing. Right. Just like, and that's, he's doing that to the United States, too. It's just like just bad people all around. But this book, the reviews here, I'm going to read some of the reviews. Uh, here's one from um, reviews of the original book, of which the, would the, later get an eight-page pamphlet sequel. Yes, just trying to keep everything yes. on track for the listener yes. and for Very myself. Nice. I'm stupid. I like that. The Atlantic Monthly wrote, uh, "This bizarre work is reportedly a great bestseller in Europe. It wasn't, which can be taken <laughs> to imply several things, all sinister." The uh, uh, Time itself wrote one of the uh, Time I, magazine. Yeah, I cannot recommend it on its merits. It has none. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, it also wrote... Is it fiction or nonfiction? 
A little of both. Oh. They also wrote, it's quite a read, though perhaps a, 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 though persons on a low cholesterol diet might care to pass it up. On a low cholesterol? The Literary Supplement of London wrote, a collector's gem. For way out speculation, it is unbeatable. And one reviewer, who I will not name now, described it as a better explanation than the Bible. Oh, fascinating. So this book begins, the first chapter is called The Newcomer Without a Memory. And it o- opens, even before that, it opens with... Dude, is it Battlefield Earth? No, it's not Battlefield Fuck. It, the opening message from the book, from Merith himself, is written, he says, in a monastery in China. Man has discovered many things, but not, not himself. He gave himself the name Homo sapiens. The justness of this self-baptism was not endorsed by any competent authority. So know yourselves and the truth concerning your origin. Alter your goals accordingly before it is too late. And that is, in essence, the kind of thesis, the partial thesis of his book. The first chapter, The Newcomer Without a Memory. He talks about how man came out and had no idea how anything worked. And he writes, he wandered over this earth and found no end to it. He looked at the sun, the moon, and the stars, and they all seemed to move round him. This led him to an egocentric and self-laudatory hypothesis concerning himself and the world. God alone stood above him. For man, the world consisted of the earth, which was flat and firmly anchored. The sun and all the stars circled around the earth. He, man, lived in the middle of this flat earth and was the crowning achievement of creation because the world, for him, was only the earth. Okay. I mean, this, these are reasonable... Yes. Uh... Uh, uh, um, these are reasonable things, reasonable conclusions to come to. Yes. So far. Oh, like self awareness and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in, in you know, devil's advocate, it would be uh, it'd be Keanu. No, it would be after you know the uh, tasting of the drugs. Actually, like being more self-aware and then wondering more about origin existence. Now that's uh, that. Now that's the stoned ape hypothesis. That is the stoned yeah. ape that, hypothesis. Uh, put forward by <laughs> one of my favorite human beings of all time, Terrence McKenna. But I would, I would guess that this is going more alien origin. Not quite. He then says, you know, for four hundred years the sun was the center. Then, at some point, a monk confirms there are m- more suns. Oh, it's devastating. Ooh, can I get a guess? Can I get a guess? You know uh, of what? What it is? The book? What it is? I, sure. <sighs> uh, the coming race about no. the Hollow Earth? No. Shit! I love being this. I like to be and, wrong. And he's before that, even before that, but he said, you know, the a Greek main. He writes, a Greek maintained the Earth was not a flat disk, but a sphere. This disturbed man's notion that he was placed at the center of the Earth, for there is no center on the surface of a sphere. Right. Uh, and so after evolution, wow. he, uh, after evolution, he writes, now he stands in the lowest step and consoles himself with the remaining scraps of his once splendid conceptions concerning himself and his imagined world. But he is beginning to worry about his soul. Aha. Uh-huh. And then he writes, the road from ape to man was made up of a chain of criminal acts contrary to the laws of nature. Man has become the lunatic genius, a phrase he uses often, of the universe whose diseased mind with its absurd objectives is necessarily inevitably becoming his doom. In the quiet before the approaching storm, he holds his breath. He listens fearfully to the distant rumbling of thunder, and he hopes as he listens that his senses are deceiving him. They are not deceiving him. It's poetic. It is really good writing. The The first chapter, <laughs> pretty interesting stuff. And you're like, oh, this is okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second chapter is called The Collapse of a Theory. 
<laughs> Listen, everything I said is yeah. bullshit. That earlier shit. <laughs> New was, shit has come to light, man. I was drunk. I was fucked up. And so the second chapter, the collapse of a theory, he's like, I fired my editor. <laughs> <laughs> he he talks about, he's like, well, you know, we, fi- we found these remains of, of apes who made tools and apes who didn't. How could they exist at the same time? And he says... <laughs> he says that the ape brains altered within the bounds of natural development just as slowly t- today, just as slowly as they had in the, the preceding 20 million years. And he says, except one over 1 million years, the brain size doubled of one group doubled. And he says, there's only one explanation. Oh God. What's a million it? years ago, one type of hominin ape, the identity of which is not yet known, ascertained, not yet been ascertained, started on a steep upward climb. The brain intelligent of these apes grew with a speed which is unique and unparalleled the whole history of nature. He's right. While the brain of this breed grew from about 400 cc to an average of 1400 cc, 300 cubic centimeters. Cubic, cubic centimeters. Yes. The intelligence and memory increased a hundredfold. This enormous distance between the brain growth and increase is contrary to all the rules governing natural evolution. It's not contrary, but it is an aberration. <laughs> this is true, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the brain size of the human doubled in size over the period of a million years, which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. There are a few much, there are a few cogent theories uh, as to why that happened and how that happened. We can get into that later, but I love that this seems to be a watershed moment where this jumps off the fucking rails. Yes. So he, I'm just going to read this. Su- each chapter he writes a summary in bold or in all caps of what the chapter is going to be. So I'll just read the summary of the collapse of a theory. Man perceived that his forebears were hominid apes. He tries to explain his formation on the basis of the theory of natural evolution, but human development is in contradiction to cosmic order. It was set in motion by man's own sinful interference and produced physical defects dangerous to his existence and an oversized sick brain, which made his self-destruction appear to be progress. Your brain's... It's a tumor, (laughs) man. Your brain is metastasizing. It's too big. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. It's too big. Chapter three is called The Empty Skulls. Oh, God. (laughs) You gotta scoop that shit up, all those itty bits of brain. And he points, he says... You know, we found it whenever we find skeletons in a cave. It is just the skull. No Where's the rest of the body? Did they must have taken the skull or the, sometimes the skull is broken and you only find pieces of it. <laughs> you say that about anything. Yes. Yeah, why do I only he, find he, a tooth? He's, taking, he's, he's making some very broad assumptions here. Is he saying we come from like big head people? So on page 38 of his, his 200-page book. Page 38? Of his 200-page book, chapter 3, The Empty Skulls, he writes, Man's ape ancestors discovered that the consumption of the brains of their fellows increased their sexuality. They became addicted to brains and hunted for them. Oh, my God. It was not until later that they noticed that their intelligence increased with the process. This is the best. The desire for increased sexual pleasure and the later desire to become more intelligent induced man to pursue cannibalism more intensively. Oh, this is dope. Brains. <laughs> this the, is like the when they divide the, the intelligent. We got to eat those brains. And, and, and virile right. yeah. zombie. Makes me... Right, right, right because... because 
it would if the if 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 eating brains made you more intelligent and more horny, you would out reproduce those that wouldn't do it. Right. I mean, it well, winds right up in evolution. This is like how that, they divided the the rights between um, in the zombie movie making. Like one, uh, I just learned this the other day. No, I told John, you, yeah, it was a uh, living dead. One gets the living dead, and Russo. one just gets the dead. Yeah, George Romero got dead, and so that's why there's uh, brains in one, the other one, yes. and the other one is not just eating flesh. Yeah, yeah. in the Romero one, yeah. But he, he also writes that you know they didn't notice the intelligence until they had already you know because. Because one group that ate the brains, they got the yeah. dumb intelligence. Then the next group only got how far that group had Yeah. Been. So it took a while you before don't know they realized. If you're dumb, you don't know how dumb you are. Yeah. Well, well, you you got, you got to expand the menu. Yeah. But they were horny the entire fucking time. fucking cheesecake factory. Everybody's brains so horny, but, you know. Too uh, dumb to do anything about it. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I just ate a dumb guy. <laughs> so I feel pretty. Uh, I better eat. I better eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like just uninspired, cause like. Well, I, you also have to watch out for the nut zombies. Oh, big time! Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of like an inoculation against getting too big of a brain. But the thing is, too, it. is that you, if you eat a dumb guy, maybe if if you swallow some other guy's cum, maybe one of those sperm is like real smart. Yeah, maybe oh, one. Yeah, yeah. You ever think about that? Really I, smart, I never when, thought about that. You guys never considered that. You, you guys had, never considered like that of, you might be stupid from cannibalizing a dumb guy? Yeah, but, but I, you can repair it by swallowing some guy's cum? I was going to say the other way around, but maybe you're the smart You guys one. never thought of that? It's embarrassing. <laughs> that's why it's young, well, dumb, and full of cum, because yeah. it's a dumb guy. Right, right, right. And right, that's right. why it's the cream of some young guy. <laughs> because it's the cream is the cream. Right. <laughs> Dude, this is the best. I don't I'm, know I'm, why you think I'm, I would hate this. I thought because I thought you would. Dude, I love seriously. this. Wait, here's the I'm thing. sorry. I'm sorry. It's like no, no matter how dumb it is, take your shot. Oh, he's taking I'll, a shot. I'll take a shot in the mouth if he gets me halfway. No, but just like he's taking a outlandish shot. series. I love it, bro. He's going for it. Like I hate when people believe it. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. But I love it. No, no. He, no. He, well, he well, did well, believe well, it. Belief is, you know, whatever. But you know. But I mean, if it, like this took root and people like. He was hoping. Went that, on he was it. hoping. It would. Right, that's, but, that's 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 bad news. But the fact sure. that that exists, I love it. But yeah, I mean, you know, every bear. fucking you know like, what I mean? spherical Earth was a, a rogue theory, and believing it was insane at one point. You for, know, dude, most most intelligent societies knew that the Earth was round for a very very long. Sure, time. I'm just Watch saying. The first episode of Cosmos with Carl Sagan, and he'll point out that they they knew they knew. Every, right. Any 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 worth a damn new. Right, right. Except the colonial powers that were about to overtake an entire no, portion of the earth. No, 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 no. When Colum- Do you really think that Columbus thought the earth was flat? No, but society. No, well, did. no, no, Col- no. no they, Col- Col- Columbus might have, but when he went, when he first met the the the, uh, it was either Portuguese or Spanish king, and he's like, "Here's my idea. I'm going to do this." They talked to their experts, and they were like, nah. "He has no idea how how well, the earth the, well, the earth." He is. didn't. Right. <laughs> he didn't. Right. That's why. <laughs> but. They all knew, I mean, everybody knew, I mean, dumb peasant people didn't know because they didn't need to know, right. but people who needed to know knew for a very long time that the earth was round. Right. Still Americans in this, still Americans have some having issues with it. Yeah, Americans. Uh, <laughs> still seem, some Americans having issues with that. They seem to actively, actively fight against common sense. But yeah, but throwing shit up and it being like outlandish. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's very fun. It's really where most of. You, the the you breakthrough science comes it, from. Take a shot. Is like, take a shot. Does it stick? And yeah, if it doesn't, 
Then you go home. Yeah, and take another shot. You go home that's, to your 180 that, that, rooms. That's where yeah. it changes like, yes. on the internet is that yeah. people don't go home and they don't yes, go home yes, and they don't yes. go home and take another shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, right. It's, yes. That's, that's, that's a, a very good point. And that's a problem. So he also so he writes, continuing in this to to double down on his points, he writes, the process of human development. Sorry. The process of human development began with the consumption of a brain, and this continued uninterrupted through the whole story of mankind's development. In eating the brain, man consumed the substances concentrated in it. Both his brain and his capacity for thought increased dis disproportionately. From this arose a biological unjustified surplus of intelligence, which later turned into a disease condition. At the same time, the functions of the central nervous system, originally in equilibrium, were disturbed by the same means, the pituitary gland being particularly affected. This controls, among other things, hair growth and sexuality. Mm, nice. Dude, I... Check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> Check out the hairless body on bread. That's right. Don't you want to fuck them? The metric system. And then you're thinking too Smart much about it. And so he writes one of the reasons that we lost hair and that women started having uh, periods mm. is because of this evolution from the... He never disputes Darwin's evolution. He just says, We're an Darwin got it wrong, the reason. And so the, he says, once we started eating the brains, it fucked up with the pituitary gland. So we lost hair. And then women okay. who were born from, from this, uh, they had started having uh, periods. And so... That messed up the cycle of animal sexual reproduction, where, where the animal would smell that the woman was ovulating and only have sex with her then. And then be, be, because women, right. because it messed up that, con the, that was idea. That, was that not happening just... So in, 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 in most primates, um, uh, there is a, a very obvious period of heat. Yes. Being in heat. It's yeah. not it, part of it is smell and pheromones, but then, you know, sometimes like shit just swells up. Right. And right. you just go, oh, dude, she's fucking doing Yeah, that. yeah. When the cats when, make those. In general, in, like, human women have, uh, I think it's called ambiguous ovulation or uh, um, hidden. I, I'm going to fuck it up, but it's not obvious ovulation right, right. in women. It's just like starting a weird fight. <laughs> Eating a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Uh, well, there are certain things, you know, the viscousness of the secretions and whatnot, the swelling of the breasts, etc., so on and so forth. But um, uh, this is, you know, this is one of those things where he's got a little bit of truth in there yes. and wraps it with a bunch of bullshit, yes. which is great. Yeah. It's a it's great, best. it's a great way to get a message in. Mm -hmm. It's psychotic. It's a pitch, but it's a it's a pitch. start. At, start at the ground floor. Yeah, and if that part's solid. Build up. Then you just go yeah. like, oh, well, I got him here. Yeah. yeah. This is funny. This is good. Mm -hmm. I like this. Uh, we'll dissect it. We'll keep going. I like it. So, uh, and, and he also writes, and he, he goes, he has a lot of ideas, as you can imagine, and he kind of is a little bit all over the place with <laughs> him. And he writes, uh, I got a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> he says that, uh, this is for page for as all animal, as all human races, without exception in all areas and at all periods were cannibals, then it should follow that for many hundreds of thousands of years, all mankind had a uniform religion, which rested on a senseless superstition. In other words, what Lao Tzu, Buddha, Christ, Muhammad, and all other founders of religion have failed to do, namely, give mankind a universal religion, an ape managed to do a million years ago. 
And that was cannibalism. <laughs> the religion of cannibalism. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Well, I mean... The, that the guy next to you is... No, outgroups. I would imagine that yeah. this guy said it was only outgroups because there is plenty of evidence that uh, tribes of apes would routinely, not routinely, occasionally, if not routinely, cannibalize um, uh, other factions of apes that they would go to war. With. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. And, and what that really is is just you don't let good protein go to waste. And, and, it's and, not, and also there's something, and brain is high fat, high caloric. And, and there's a thing too of of, of it's of, good shit of signaling to uh, you know the the mating group also like we, you know we will survive Ape because, together strong because we will eviscerate uh, you know anybody that yeah. So like you should have uh, children with me kind of thing. Well, yeah, you know? and then they would also like you know um, they would you. What's the right way to say? It? Uh, they would let the women live and take them in their own group because, like, that's too, that's also valuable. Is right. fertile females right. are valuable? Yes, men yes. are expendable. Yes, uh, and so then that's a way of just expanding your tribe or your group. Right. Um, but brain is like mostly fat and and salt. Yeah, and sugar, and so like it's like yeah, we're gonna eat it. There was a uh, thing uh, and organ meat in general and yeah. all that stuff. Um, and it still happens today in various uh, ape, uh, well, I guess chimpanzees and shit like that. Uh, Back, uh, you know, during like... I don't think there's evidence to show that it, eating brains makes your brain bigger. In, 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 <laughs> just ask cows. In the time of, uh, you know, uh, just uh, being, you know, 21 and breaking stuff, like, in, like by the punk houses, there was... Uh, Somebody had a a tin of pork brains. Yeah, and somebody left a it tin. out, and it was something insane, like three thousand percent cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some cat just went to town on it. Oh yeah, probably spunked all over the place. Yeah, well, no, the cat was voted mayor. That <laughs> he came Here. up with some really good yeah, ideas. Yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, there's a lot of municipal shit that came out. Was of that Tunes the driving cat? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's right. He crashed. Imagine this cat just like going ape shit on these fucking pig brains and just being like, "This is the best time." Oh, well, it life. probably was. It's probably exquisite. God so, Almighty. So, so he has these diversions. So he has that little diversion to religion. Then he comes back to pituitary gland and gets back to. And so he says, because of the ab and this is because of the absence of the female sex signs, the birth rate declined. Cannibalism itself. False. Cannibalism itself decimated the population. The species, thus, was in danger of extinction. To protect it from this, sexual intercourse had to be intensified so that uh, several attempts at fertilizing one person, at least, Gang might banks. be successful. Gangbangs. Anyways, as far as cannibalism was concerned, sure. this meant that oil was poured on the burning flames. The, ne ne uh, the necessary sexual prowess could be attained only by increased consumption of the sex drug, brain. The hunt for men was therefore therefore pursued more zealously than ever before. Jesus Christ. So, so funny. The, the, because we're, we're getting so smart, we're not noticing that <laughs> women uh, are ovulating anymore, uh, population's dying out. Yeah. And then, but because we're so smart, we realize this. We know we got to have sex. And now we're horny all the time. Yeah. And the only way to, or we need to be horny all the time. And the only way to do that. Eat more brains. Eat more brains. Especially smart guys. 
but it's, it's also like the get over here, egghead. The population is is being decimated. Maybe the cannibalism has. <laughs> I would, I, I would bet. Yeah. I would bet. Yeah. It, it, I thought it, you were mean, gonna. I thought you were gonna pivot and be like, "Oh come on, I'm not gonna eat you, dude. Fuck my wife." <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say it. Yeah, it's the it the it all falls apart with the the most rudimentary <laughs> of uh, untying of knots, yes. but it is fun. Yeah, he, he, he fun. at no point in this entire book does he ever try to be like, "Well, this is you know." Here's a or offer any evidence. This, this is all, all, all of his evidence is people know, or it's been discovered, mm-hmm. or I talked to a cannibal. Yeah, or I sat. Yeah, it's I sat in my room and wrote it out and said I talked to a cannibal. Right. He, he well, no, he he, he tried he, to fuck he me. Has, and he has me. talked to a cannibal because on page fifty three he writes, according to my own experience, about twenty hours after such a repaste, uh, eating a brain, there is a warmth of feeling in the brain. Like a gentle pressure, gentle huh. pressure. After about twenty-eight hours, the body is flooded by vitality with increased sexual impulses. So, he, and that happens when after you eat any high-fat <laughs> meal. Yeah, oysters. Right. Yeah, o- oysters. A heavy. I, yeah, your body goes. The cat hey. after those the pork breads, like, <laughs> lo, 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 lo. I'm gonna be mayor. I gotta eat some pussy in both ways. So so he's had his own experience eating brain, and that's probably what made him write the book because he became so smart. Jesus living Christ. So You're saying this guy ate human brain. Yes, yes. And he he has talked to cannibals and ancestors of relatives of cannibals who have Yeah, and I mean this is what, you, you ate disease brain, bro. You're fucking crazy. You ate the wrong brain. It was like that fish the other night. I did fine. No, you you did fine. Other people did not. Huh? <laughs> Other people. Huh. You know, come on, Jesus, dude. This is this is, this such, is great. It's this great. is such a long con. It's not like no, it's it's not a con. He really believes this, and he expected people to follow him. Well, don't you have to believe it if like, you I, ate I, a fucking human I, brain? I, I suppose so. Was it a human brain? Yes. Now, does it have to be human brain? Yes. Does he explain why? I I I, I don't know if I'll touch on it, but it, uh, if I don't. Bring it up again. And, okay. And so. I'm sure it makes sense. So he, he goes on to say that so much brain was being eaten and people were getting so smart that their brain was growing too much. And, and, and there were, it was hit. It was it reached capacity with the skull. It was yeah. pulverizing the and skull. So, They're not so, ready for the new so brains. There, there was all, all of this pressure on their skull. And so, you know, that, that's where people start doing the trepanation, you know, cutting the hole mm-hmm. and trying to. And also, coincidentally, around this time, uh, God was like, ooh, mm. this is trouble. And so... They ate from the tree of knowledge, he which says brains. The, which, that's what he writes. Wait, wait, explain. He, well, he writes that the, in the Bible, the tree of knowledge, what they eat, the apple, is, is brain. Right. That's how they get the knowledge. Right. Which is a sin. Yes. It's the sin. It's the original right. sin. But he's saying this is when God intervenes, and right. ba- and I imagine banishes us from the garden. Uh, well, what he what no no Bread. no no this is after that. A God seeing the people are so hurt by all of this pressure on oh, their skulls. Oh, we ate the brains, and the banishment happened and much later. The I don't know, not the banishment. The flood. The God sees all of the the brains getting too big and all big and all the pressure on people, right. and so he floods. Yeah, he floods the earth, mm. and and he writes the Eurasians realize that this is God's wrath for cannibalism. And so they stopped eating brains after that. 
This is so 50,000 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Humans stopped eating brains because they saw God's wrath. What about at, Papua New Guinea, though? Well, well, that's, and they, also the, they didn't the get evidence shows they that the flood flooded. was more close oh. to 12,000 years ago. Yeah, they were surfing the flood. Yeah. And so the, it was the Eurasians, he said, that realized it. No shit. Ain't that some shit? And, and, and so then he writes, you know, after they stopped eating brains, you know, they still had this giant brain. And he writes, that, you know, man is naturally polygamous, but created marriage because this giant brain needed comfort of, 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 of a, a, a couple. Even though it's naturally polygamous, it couldn't be polygamous anymore because it stopped eating brains, mm-hmm. but it still needed that comfort. Mm. And then... And you're saying comfort. Yes. And even then, in this, this couple relationship, uh, they still weren't content, and that's why man created prostitution. Oh. Yes. There's just a... It's, I really like this because it's just a lot of like, well, then, if this, then that. Mm-hmm. It's just all prognostication and mm-hmm. no evidence base. No, yes. But it is pseudologically sound. It's just based on, it's just like one guy connecting dots. Yes. Yes. And that's, that that's ex- funny. And, yeah. and yeah. also justifying your shit. You're like, listen, I eat some people and I fuck a lot. <laughs> and let me tell you why. It's because it's natural. It's because it's God's plan. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not the weirdo here. Yeah, you guys are. Round here, they call me Big Pun. Yeah, I can swim. Listen, I don't eat people anymore. Okay, I'm not. My skull's too small. I have sex with prostitutes now. I got, I got a hole drilled, which in is it, fine. And a little brain dick came out because it was only pressure release point. But now I also like, I gotta hook up with prostitutes. Right. So, so that that section I, I should have had is 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 part of his chapter four, the Great Changes. Oh yeah. And so here's his here's his summary of great the Great Changes chapter. Rich. Rich. The great changes which took, which took place during the process of human development are symptoms of disease and the results of cannibalism. Man was forced to take emergency measures against these symptoms, but they cured the ill in only a makeshift kind of way and constantly brought about new trouble. This process whereby body and mind became sick is not yet concluded. So all of these brains fucked us up, and once we stopped eating them, we decided we had to find ways to solve the issues all of this intelligence created in us. Right, right, right. And so then we get into, you know, all of these weird things that are happening in society. Uh, Oh, like war? Yeah, but also, page 64, these abnormalities, homosexuality, masturbation, were undoubtedly not in existence while man was an ape. They They came into being during his development into man, and they are hereditary. It has nothing to do with higher intelligence. In the course of the history of all mankind, more and more laws and social rules had to be introduced with the purpose of eliminating or curtailing the consequences of this sickness. Because men ate all these brains and started having sex, he then writes that men... This is is also the chapter where he first notes that women were not given the brains. Oh, God. Only men were given the brains. Yeah. And so only men ate the brains. And because they're so horny, this is why they orgasm before women. Oh, my God. And then he writes, because in order for men to stop orgasming, orgasming before women, circumcision, you, you gotta was, eat the pussy. Circ- circumcision was invented. 
Because it desensitizes. Because it desensitizes. Dude, this is so... Holy shit. This is the best pseudoscience explanation for everything. Yeah, no, no, seriously, yeah. We got to put a silencer on your dick. <laughs> seriously, we have... No, 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 You, you got to make it a sawed-off. Yeah, yeah. We it's like, oh, it's probably going to suck for him now. He's never going to know how good he had it. But because the women don't have any brains, they now these women like a circumcised dick because they're... <laughs> Dude, this is the best. I, I love yeah, I, I love dumb shit. I, I love, love dumb shit that does it s- intelligently. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, but also it's, like, it's, this is as smart as dumb yeah. can be. Yes, yes. It's so great. self-serving. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, you wonder just like what was going on in this guy's life. Where it's like, well, I mean, the reason I come is because of all the intelligence I have, and I'm, that's why I'm sorry <laughs> I, I come soon. I'm not going to eat your pussy. I just and just like you know the idea of like oh they didn't get the brains and we did and we're but that does sir I mean you could imagine that they wouldn't get the brains that they would not let them have it. You could imagine mm-hmm. knowing what you know that oh, they oh, would yeah. not serve them the brain. That was for us. Sure, yes. I mean, so it fits into that as well. It's very, very good. It just doesn't fit into in the way that like... It doesn't um, fit into truth. <laughs> it doesn't fit into Or fact yeah. in any way. But it, also, but it fits into that idea of, well, they well you know, the, only the tribal elders would get to eat the organ meat. And, yes. And, and Ameri- you know, well, and, and, you know in, in the cannibalistic societies that he, uh, or at least that he quote-unquote studied, or one of the ones that he was near, the men eat the... The brains, yeah, oh, and 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 the 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 guy who they believe to be the smartest is the one that they kill, uh, and and cut off his head and eat those brains. Jesus, living uh, Christ! That's uh, regicide, uh, ritual regicide. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, but not uh, the king, but the guy they think is the smartest. Mm. So there's there's a. I mean, you wonder how much of this was he took a vacation once, and he's like, you know, I got 180 I saw this happen in a group with 100 people, and now I'm going to extrapolate that to all of humanity for all time. Yes. Cool. It's, a, it's a, like a meritoc cannibalism. Like, it's like a thing where you go like, you know, nobody could get fish that one time, and this dude was just reeling him in, and like... We got we to like, get his power. We got to get that motherfucker's brain, well, dude, and like... Okay, speaking of a fisher and fisher of men, I mean, what do you think the Christ mythology is? This guy was the best of us. Let's kill him, and now we eat him every Sunday. Well, a lot of people would, would, would put that to the uh, uh, the early Marxist thing, too, of um, water into wine and, and people being provided for with uh, luxuries they weren't. Right, but I'm getting into the idea no. of ritualistic regicide and cannibalism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still around. Yeah, yeah. And almost happens pe- every Sunday. And almost, <laughs> almost people uh, embracing it. That. Almost, it's the most popular religion no, in no, the no, world. No, what I'm saying, the person that would be cannibalized. Oh yes, uh, enthusiastically yeah. to be like, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, fine I mean, there's his teach, whole, a, man, teach yeah. a man to fish kind of. There's thing, a historical right? precedent <laughs> for w- willing willingness, uh, willing willingly going to the sacrificial pyre. Yeah. Right? Um, so like, this is very good. Yes. Very stupid pseudoscience, and I love it. Yeah, it's so, really good. So, so you mentioned you know wars and 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 stuff like that. So he writes emotional uh, emotional worries, jealousy, murder motivated by sex, sexual deviancy and aberration, sex orgies, painful sexual rights, mutilation of the sex organ, castration, induced abortion, sexual mina. Wait, no, sorry. 
<laughs> Sexual inhibitions and fears, all of these are exclusively human phenomena. Uh, exclusive, that is, to the, quote, image of God. Sexuality rules human life, social, social institutions, economic and political systems, and organized churches rise and fall for sexual reasons. Wars, fashion, literature, business, and behavior between individuals are influenced by man's diseased sex life. Yeah, well, a lot of that stuff plays into, like, the human zoo thing. Yeah, I mean, that, like, like, you it, know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, a lot of these things are influenced by sex, but not disease sex life. Right. It's right. Well, there's just a thing of like being like once we are, uh, quote unquote, imprisoned, even though it's not a prison because we choose it for comfort. Right. Uh, that we have these like aberrations of. You know the expressions of our innate the expressions of our are, are perverted because of the box we built for yeah, ourselves. Yeah, the the innate yes. savagery that we have uh, yeah. still possess and uh, did forever. Uh, but yeah, he's tying that in too. It's really good, which is also very smart. Right, and it's probably because all those brains he was eating. And then he gets into a more specific sexism. The knowledge of all knowledge, philosophy, is a masculine domain. Women can learn and understand philosophical ideas and even act according to them, but they cannot conceive ideas of decisive insignificance and effect in this field. For this reason, all great thinkers, philosophers, and founders of religion were men, and so it will remain. If a woman is exceptionally successful in one of the fields of learning, then there is something wrong with her sex hormones. And then he explains that <laughs> all of the intelligence has created aims, has created the, the wrong goals of men mm -hmm. and therefore has made men stupider mm -hmm. and that is why women are able to gain a foothold in society yeah <laughs> do not even give that it's look funny <laughs> it's very funny it's very funny men are dumb yeah, but it's so, women. You know, he also says uh, for all, all all great thinkers, philo philosophers, and founders of religion for men, where it's like, well, no, what, it's what, because did, women got pregnant. Or no, it's be also because they were whitewashed from history. It's like it's well, nothing also, to do with like the reality. Of they also didn't have a chance to. Right, and it's not just whitewashing from history. It's just most women got pregnant by the time they were fifteen, and then were continuously knocked up until they died. Right. Yeah, but Aaron, I think you would agree that there is something to, like, you know, the... the and yes, women were... There are many women that were erased from history, but also, there there also just weren't a lot of notable women because they didn't have the opportunity to be notable. Nor did they desire... Part, oh, dude, you, sure. You and I agree on this point. Yes, like, to, to, want, to want to be... In power is to want to be written of. Yes, is 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 madness. Yes, yes, and 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 like the the female trait of being like, I would rather conspire with another woman in the village to have these two guys calm down because yeah. all they want to hear is echoes of their name yes, yes, that yes. they did some crazy thing that sucked for everyone. Yeah. Um, but I think you and I would both agree that in uh, you know the the tribal elder age. They come around much more to that thinking. Oh yeah, and go so, talk to this wise lady. She's seen everything. So 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 there's there's some kind yes. of thing there too where like soft power. It's basically like everybody like coaching the young strong male uh, that they need something from mm -hmm. to take care of them without getting too crazy. Yes, yes. No. Uh, he's again. He's taking. You know, but then they truths that we know to be true, yeah, and then just you know making it fit to this narrative. It's, fit, I mean, it's a master class in revisionist history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It really is. It's, 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 it's dude. It's really good. 
And, 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 you know, so he says, you know, women have not become cleverer, but men have become stupider. And he writes, uh, to maintain that women are inferior because of the neglected education is to insult women. This represents women oh. as imperfect creatures in need of repair. Women are not imperfect and not in need of repair. Rather, they are absolutely perfect for themselves, for oh. their husbands and for mankind. <laughs> now this is getting very good because now he's painting himself as an ally. Their yeah. tasks they carry out as they're in, in their role as women cannot be undertaken better by anyone. What a fucking lunatic. This guy's good. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, listen, I ate brains. Ask me. You don't want any part of this. Yeah. I am, I am hoarding. Stay right out of here, Dewey. Lady, I ate a lot of brains, and I'm telling you, ladies are perfect. <laughs> just the way. You can't have any. You don't want any of just this. Just me. It just makes you smarter. <laughs> Get I mean, out of here. I'll eat anything. Cerebellum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or her sister, uh, fucking in uh, Antibel. <laughs> uh, human intelligence is always bound up with delusions, which are generally more in evidence among men than women. Often a man gets involved in problems and loses his perspective and his sense of judgment. He is then led into error by anger, vindictiveness, and absurd ins insistence on imaginary oh, yeah. rights. Because of her special intelligence, a woman can restrain him from desperate actions, provided she is a true woman. And not forcibly a man's uh, not a forcibly emancipated creature. A fuck does that a mean? Forcibly emancipated creature. She knows her place. Oh, oh god! Uh, She's not Jane Fonda. Forcibly emancipated is maybe one of the best oxymorons. <laughs> yes, of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was made to be free. Yeah, exactly. She didn't choose chains. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but he's he's saying that she still would be more uh, wise than the man that ate all the brains that she wasn't allowed. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's a saying, lot, a lot he's saying that men have in their goals they've they become so for their they get into yeah. ego and yeah yeah, 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 and it takes it takes a woman to to bring them down to earth. It's a great mythology. This guy's yeah, writing. Yeah. Like if, if and you're going to tell us the title at the end. Yes. If this was a whole nother planet, like, and he had written this as fiction of like a world he created, it would be, you know, Dude, it's an amazing, great. amazing place to start off so many stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I think this is Guardians 3. <laughs> yeah. He's I think it ties right into the eternal. He's got like, like, I mean, borderline, like fucking like full scripture from like the dawn of consciousness to. It's great. Well, I mean, I, you know, as that one reviewer said, it is a better explanation than the Bible. Which isn't saying much. No. But no, uh, but it's good. I so one reviewer you won't reveal. Yes, because you will. This is really nice. Because? Because I'll we'll, tell you we'll later. Know. I'll tell you later. Because I don't, you know, I don't, there's a, a, a fun little, there's a fun little Easter egg. All right, egg. hit me, hit me, hit me. So he also then goes to explain this intelligence. All Alan his, Moore. All of his intelligence brought on shame. And this is why men started to... Hide their testicles, right? Which is the, which is the uh, uh, eating the, of the true eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil is right, when it's, they it's start a, wearing clothes. Also, yes, and uh, then the, I thought it was the big ball theory. <laughs> you wish that big ball shit. <laughs> and uh, so now, men, he's like, now men wear these this tight underwear, which is hurting their sexual parts. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe you, bro. <laughs> and then, for some reason, he he then. It uh, takes another sidestep to explain, uh, you know, he goes back to the loss of hair and he explains why different types of people have different types of noses. And then he puts a whole pictograph of, oh. of pictures of humans and, you know, uh, racially diverse, usually humans, 
with pictures of monkeys, and he writes, separated oh. from birth? Separated oh. at birth? Oh, good. Yeah. Smart. Yes. Yeah. But, oh, I've but, seen but this. A lot, of, a lot of them aren't white. Um, so... But he, you know, he's like, well, you know, this society has bigger noses because when they lost the hair, they needed to, they needed to uh, 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 breathe more because to get rid of the heat. This uh, guy's taking on a lot. Yeah, he's he decided that this he guy's had, really going for. He it. had a base of an idea, and he's decided he would. And then, so now we're in, uh, I believe we're in chapter. No, we're still in the great changes. It's a lot of changes. Then he he says. The meat map of the world gives the answer. It gives both the timetable and the sequence of the stations of our downfall. The meat map? And he says, he lists off a bunch of countries and their meat consumption. And the worst one, the one that eats the most meat is the United States. And he says, this is the country where that is the most uh, uh, corrupt. The one that, that is, that is the, the, has taken this, this, this problematic humanity, this disease mind. Interesting. The furthest. And he then he starts making a case that well animals the original we were originally vegetarians, and you can you can see, and so he starts saying you well the brains led to more meat eating, mm-hmm. and the more they ate the brains and the more they ate the meat the more the disease they and he right. says that the one of the, the more they were on Wall Street one of the reasons that religions would would tell people not to eat meat was because that it was dirty and diseased and right yeah. And so again, you know, there's that little, oh, kernel of truth. Yeah, totally, thing. totally, totally. But it was because people were dying of botulism and not <laughs> yes. getting fucking crazy smart off yes. goat, right. goat brains. Well, or, uh, yeah, and, and he completely, ne- I imagine he completely neglects the uh, discovery and manipulation of fire throughout this whole thing. As a, as yes, he never, he never, never fire. mentions ne- fire. Never mentions fire. Ne- never mentions the change in, in, in protein between cooked, uh, and, uncooked. Yeah. cooked and uncooked yeah. and how much yeah. time you spend yeah. chewing it, which gives you time to figure out other shit. Nor yeah. mad cow disease and CJD. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, there's being able to, uh, the, the, the way that cooked food lasts a little bit longer. Yes. So you have a little more time to not hunt. Mad cow disease, by the way, listeners, if unaware, cow being fed cow, mad cow disease. Mm-hmm. Prions. CJD, uh, the human form, mm-hmm. which happens in places with no cows if there is cannibalism mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in chapter five, it's called The Damaged Brain. And he writes about how the brain, because it got so big, there was pressure on it. And it lost the original abilities it had of extra, extra, extra ESP. ESP. And how did you know that? He started saying the word extra. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, because my brain's big. <laughs> Check out the big brain on. It, I mean, what else was he going to say? My brain is small and petite. <laughs> like a filet. Yeah. Mine's re- big and prime, <laughs> like a rib. I require, <laughs> Adam's I require elaboration. <laughs> I request uh, elaboration. Yeah. I mean, you know, just fill in the blanks here. Yeah. And, and, and now explain ESP. Well, it's, it's the ability to um, read minds, see the future. It's the ability to take in out, ideas from outside your head. Mm. By outside of the five senses that we know them. by basically they're just floating Any around the, they're just floating around the air senses and as you walk near them or through them they come into your brain ah it's not you thinking it's you accepting right it's your brain just soaking them up it's a Wi-Fi net <laughs> it's yes it's a Wi-Fi net and he says that as, because of this brain growth there was a disease part of the brain that uh, you know stopped us. 
from being able to accept these things. And the ones that did, that were able to accept them were people like Buddha and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it might have, it was probably because they were vegetarian. They had an accident that, that, that damaged that part of the brain. The diseased part. Yes. They got CTE on yes. the diseased part. And that's why so many What a roundabout so fucking way. So many football color guys are really brilliant. Is because football what guys? So many so many guys who do the color Oh the fo- color yeah. commentary. Yeah, that's why not, Emmett Smith not football colored guys. Emmett Smith, noted genius with his twenty five concussions, you know, you know, the because his brain can now accept all of these other ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Joe Namath, too. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I could kiss yeah, you yeah, right yeah, now. Well, we talked about the, the other thing uh, that I told you, this my friend. This is rich. My friend uh, Alyssa had the opposite viewpoint when she was saying the uh, the people post uh, uh, mental trauma. She was going and she's like, this is going to sound kind of woo-woo, but you know, she was mad into astrology and stuff. She goes... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was people believing that uh, their third eye had been damaged. Yes, right. And then that's why they, you know, after some accident, then became a serial killer. Or, I mean, some people will get hit in the head and become pedophiles after. Right. Convenient. But no, it is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people forget how to do math. Right. I mean, don't talk in an accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yes, you know, like, yeah. Getting oh, hit oh. in the thing that does your thinking and your personality. Emmett Smith and being smarter after is, 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 I mean, he is not. No, he is he's, not. He's, he's, he's very. Stupid. Oh, I thought you. Oh, oh, no, he was kidding. oh okay, okay. Smith is very. He is, he's, he's bad at explaining football. That's how, like, that's how much his brain has been. Maybe he wasn't that smart to begin well, with. Well, 90% but. of the game is half mental. <laughs> yes. Well, that's Yogi Bear. And that's, right. that's it's mental, man. It's absolutely But they gave it. They gave it to Madden in the game. Yeah. He just does all these Barra-isms. And then, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's great. You're going to see it. You got to hit the hard. Yeah. Boom. And I might uh, predict the guy that puts the most <laughs> points on the board is going to win the game. As, and, and so he writes... Bang! He, he writes that there are, like, even today, there are still people... Is Madden dead? <sighs> no. No, I don't you think... You would fucking know. I don't think he's dead, but he's but not he doing... Is, he's, he's gone. He is gone. Yeah. Uh, John, he was so big... I mean... Dude, I what know. Do you, what are you playing, Madden? Dude, he fucking he, what? My, yeah. my, my, you my don't cousin, say football. You say I'm playing Madden. My cousin worked in the uh, Madden, the, the the Yoko Lennon building. What's it called? The what? The Yoko Lennon building in New York. Oh, the Yoko Lennon building. What, what the fuck is it called? It's, it's got like a the famous Ambassador Hotel or something. Wherever no, that's like, LA. Wherever Lennon was shot. Oh, okay. The alley. Um, <laughs> the street. It's a, it was a Louis C.K. joke. He goes, "This is how good." Manhattan real estate is. He goes, John Lennon got shot out there. Yoko never left. (laughs) (laughs) The Dakota. The Dakota, okay. But my cousin was working there, and Madden lived there, too. And he'd call him coach and shit. Yeah, of course. course. It's like one of those, like, celebrity buildings, you know what I mean? Yeah. uh, Living in a hotel is nice, huh? No, it wasn't a hotel. It was was an apartment building. Some of these people live in hotels. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to live in a hotel. The beds aren't that comfortable. Oh, I don't pay enough Dude, money. Well, to yeah, you, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, take hey, it back. I take it back Come stay a night with me, pal. <laughs> Do it. In a hotel. Can't be that comfortable. He's like tongue in my ear the whole time. Like, no, I'm oh, not going to sleep in the same oh, bed. God, okay. I mean, if you want. I sleep in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stand in the corner and watch <laughs> yeah, you sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the foyer. I'll be in the mini fridge. Uh, he writes that uh, the, to, even today, he says there, you know, when he writes this, and he writes this in the late 60s, uh, um, and he said, even today there are people, you know, who are Buddha and Jesus and, but 
And he writes, they're just homeless. He writes, uh, it just so happens that the person will receive a uh, quote, less publicity in the West than many a sex star with a bust of diseased proportions. Oh, uh, our profits don't get as much. The real profit. <laughs> We're paying too much attention to your, your tits. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And yeah. Your whatnot. But no, 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 I, I listen, I don't hate this. No, I mean, he's not wrong, but like the fact that he's, Calling fake tits disease proportions. Well, no, no, just like in the thing of like one time, uh, you know, my aunt said, okay. my my aunt said to me, she goes, she goes, um, she's from from County Kerry in Ireland. <laughs> she says, um, she goes, how many people do you think that we've lost that might have been something like a a Van Gogh <laughs> due to like the the mental illness drugs. And I was like, "That's a great That's question." Fine yeah. question. Yeah. I was like, "I was like, I was like that." Yeah. I was like, "How? Wow! Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah, sure." Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want all those people to suffer, so you get one Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "Valid question." Also, totally. he, also, he killed himself, so you know. Yeah, well, he definitely cut his own ear off. He didn't really have that great of a time. I thought he making died us syphilis. Making a oh, you're right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Right. They did but he kill did. his ear. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, but bur- he, he worked it. It's, it's not like like he had that great of a time. Like we we've had oh, more no, he, enjoyment he, from Van Gogh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he Van lived- Gogh <laughs> down at the old Amoeba building. See it now. <laughs> he did. He, Van Gogh. he lived in immense suffering, and uh, the only person while right. he was living that bought. His work was, was his brother. I believe his brother. Yeah, yeah. Through an intermediary to make it look like it wasn't him. That's a good brother. Yeah, well, maybe he was just enabling a fucking weirdo. So, um, as we get through the damaged brain, um, and at the end of the damaged brain, he writes, uh, In our own day, man is surrendered totally to matter and does not recognize anything which he cannot measure. Cosmic truths concerning immaterial substances and their effect are brushed aside as superstitions by spiritually backward societies which are devoid of philosophy. I think he's kind of I think he's kind of writing that being like, oh, you don't agree with me? Well <laughs> You're just not as enlightened. <laughs> Obviously. Uh I, I but I think it's also a thing of uh, you know, the more you know, civilized secular society doesn't give uh credit to you know, crazy shit, mm-hmm. which is true, but also like right. we, I think we all agree that that's healthier for everyone. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of in that same vein, not exactly what your aunt was saying, but in that same vein of it, there, the 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 stuff that is outside of the accepted range is forced into it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and they won't accept. But even even like you know, forcing everyone to kind of go along with, uh, you know, a non-spiritual theme, I think is maybe some of the stuff that births things like Q. Yes. Oh, and, yes. And, and like oh, a thing yes. of like, yeah. I, I'm the only one that knows the truth. Right. right. And that's, that's and why like, those, those catch right. on so much. And that's what we were talking about early, earlier. About. D- d- don't take it home. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. There, there isn't there, there, we have an innate need for something like that. Yes. And when you box out that realm, it will just pop up like a whack-a-mole. In in some other fashion, so we right. ha- we have this innate, ev- evolved tendency to, for belief. Right. Yes. But and, how do you think? And when when in general, uh, we're a we're we're a more materialist society than we've ever been. Well, but, right. but so you can see that in your own humanity, for instance. Uh, where do you think you push that need for belief in? Your own life. 
it's t- I, I I can't speak on a case for, by case basis. I'm talking. No, about- no, no. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, for instance, like when when you like like come across some of the shit about like the new UFO shit. Mm. I think that's like a way that where- I want to believe stuff. Well, you get you get an outlet for mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know what is considered like the more secular mm-hmm. uh, man is considered to not. Where would I? What are you asking? Where? Uh, like when I read like Joseph Campbell stuff or Carl Jung or watch Marvel movies. Yeah, but I'm saying that's where it, that's where it comes out. Right, but where do you want it to go? For myself, or do what? What do you mean? Where do I want it to go? Like, what, like, like, what do you think is the thing where you go like, oh well, now like I'm believing, I'm dreaming, I'm yearning for something. It, I think that's the point. There is no other point than that, or other than to maybe find something new. And bring it back for everybody else, right? Like that's right. that's the goal of all mm-hmm. artists or shamans or spiritual people is to go f- go outside the boundary, find something new, and bring it back. Yeah, to right? me, mm-hmm. I think, and that's I mean that's that's Campbell one hundred and one, right? There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> Campbell. To me, I think it's 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 like um, common understanding. Is the thing I would be like, that is the goal. If I had like a faith, you know, a thing of like, oh, like a, like a dream, I would be like, just like everybody getting on the same page is like where I would say that I posit my faith. And that's like a thing like, I don't think I, 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 I like what you're saying, but I don't understand how that relates to your question. Because that's, that, that would be my answer to, to where do you put that need for faith and belief in something mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be like for some people it's just that uh the, the twin towers were blown up by bush mm-hmm. and like for me i'm just like if we actually do enough work we can actually make progress as a race and a people by getting on the same page and, and right but that's dangerous like to have one page is dangerous right like yeah but it's it it is and it isn't. You know, obviously there, there's there's no for- such thing as a utopia because for one person it'll be hell. Yes, right, right. Uh, but the language being the same, I think, is the most important thing. You know, English. Uh, but <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like to just be like trust in each other, empathy for each other, realizing like everybody that's the villain doesn't think they are. They right. think they're the hero. Like getting somewhere there, and I think that's where people that are considered like godless secular scientists right are actually positing like what would be their faith i think they're like actually some of the most faithful people and i think they get kind of like drowned out by people that are like much more like shrill about dogmatic things and they don't understand no these people are actually working for common good and, right it's and- not faith but they're not it's not faith because they have evidence but they are working selflessly Yes. yes, and right. and and on on the the basis of, of like, I won't be here, but tomorrow will be better for somebody that is. Yeah, this, I think it's the most faithful thing that you can do is is to to be that person. Yeah, you know the you people that built like um, yeah. you know the, yes, the, exactly the like, ma- the masons that built you know um, cathedrals. You know, you're not gonna be there to if you're starting right, to build right, the cathedral. The five hundred. You're five, not gonna yeah, be there to see it be finished. The the five century. Cathedral yeah. that you know it takes five centuries to build it. You know the the, the guy who puts that first stone. Generations will go by. It's, you know before it's ever yeah completed. You're doing this yeah, yeah, is really that's 
That's it. Really is. I mean, if you've never seen a fucking Gothic cathedral or Notre Dame or anything uh, in Europe or the fucking pyramids for that matter, it's a testament to a few things. One of one of which is selflessness. Yes. I won't be here to see this thing finish. And that is the thing I, w- I would say about, you know, the modern stuff. Of also, like, I'm hungry. Of, like, needing, needing like, the reassurance of Q versus being, like, you know, I just want, I'll be dead. But these kids, like, they are, you know, going to burn up with climate change. If I can make it better for them, I will. And one is... I need immediate reward or I don't. I, I need to feel like yeah. I'm right. Superior. It's immediate. It's an immediacy. Yes. Thing. Yes. yes. It's, it's, it's gimme, gimme, gimme. Yes. They're, 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 it, one, they're, they're, we have these drives, right? We have these innate drives and we have these innate um, evolved tendencies and they can be exploited based on context. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a thing, uh, we're getting a little off track here, but, uh, and I'll be, be, no, but it, I mean, it's only the thing of like, you know, the wheelhouse of like every, everything, everything that we have in us, it, get, it gets expressed different based on what context we're in. And, um, you know, that faith thing, the, 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 the faith or religion gene or set of genes we have can be in one context, beautiful and, uh, uh like f- bond forming. And on the other hand, it can be exploited, you know, to, to commit genocide. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and it's all about context and I'm sorry, I'm sorry we derailed no, a little that's bit, okay. but it's kind of fun, but God is good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I do think that being a faithful person <laughs> is not, you know, just like, you know, being like inconsolably dogmatic about stuff. I think faith is like so much more layered and nuanced oh, yes, than, yes, 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 than yes. that. And like, there is a thing of like, you, you know, you you can get so, so like fucking like atheist that you go like, well, what the fuck are you even doing anything for? You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta oh, yeah. have faith that like, you gotta have faith. You you want to make things better for like tomorrow? Like I mean, you gotta have some kind of belief. Yeah, you know. Well, you hope so. Is this the boast of our fable science? <laughs> Is this the conclusion of our yesterdays? The invention of the wheel? It will be, uh, but uh, let's take a, a quick little break, and, and then I'll, I'll finish this. I thing. am telling you that I am having a good time. Yeah, It's and real nice. And I've, if you're I've, a listener and you're not, find another show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. But also, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, episode. It does. Uh, <laughs> the mythology stuff is, is, is this really, is, this really is, deep. This is, this is a right up in the profile's wheelhouse I'm very episode. Excited, I'm very excited about what you guys are doing with this. I can't believe you thought I was going to hate it. I love this shit. Man, this is my bread and butter, man. <laughs> well, that's why I thought you might hate it. And I hate cars. You know, I you, hate cars. You know, but hold on. Let's let's we'll right, take we'll, a break. We'll, let's take a break. But I just want to say really quick before yes. we go that uh, it, supporting Aaron's thing of of uh, of uh, of saying that he would like uh, a perverted like a perverted analysis of history. He was he was talking just the other night about looking on uh, the miracles of Christ as like like a superhero story. Yeah, because he's mimicking previous like biblical heroes miracles and yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. and like just being like if you just took like all the religion and idolatry out of it you'd be oh, like yeah. if this was a captain america movie you'd be like oh he learned it's from- a it's fan service yeah. Yeah, yeah the new testament is fan service for all of the old testament prophets yeah, yeah and yeah. It, it's like yeah patreon right we'll be back folks <laughs> just just a few minutes 
A word from our sponsors. <laughs> Monsanto is here. <laughs> yeah. Have faith. And we're back. All right. So uh, I want to quickly go through um, just he has a couple other theories before he gets into the end of End of his ideas. You know, this is only, this is a book that's just a little over 200 pages. He really packs in a lot here. Efficient. This marath. Not a lot of fat. Unlike the yeah. brain. Maybe he wrote one page in each room of his. Uh, this is chapter six, speech. I'm just going to read the summary of the chapter. Speech is not a result of higher intelligence, but a makeshift substitute for the lost ability to communicate by thought transference. I've said this. The sounds made by animals are not rudimentary languages, but only alert cries calling upon their fellows to tune their brains for thought reception. Ah. Uh. I hate him. <laughs> See, if I finally got to the thing. Yes, yeah, so. I mean, it's good. It's good. Yeah, but it's so. It's good because animals communicate in different ways. Animals never learn. You know, except for like the Berenstein bear. Yeah, but it's still it's still communication, even with like you know the orca and stuff. Oh, wait, whales have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We don't even know. We can't. We don't even know exactly. And they have what, accents. How dolphins like we're st- we. There's so oh, much yeah, we know the, about with how the, with the whales are like the fucking distancing of travel yeah, is yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, we've happened. We fa- we found a way to use the hole that we stuff food down to make noises. Yeah. That other human beings could understand. Yeah. That is, t- I mean, that is magic. I mean, yeah. I make it To noise. be able to get to stuff more shit down it. I can <laughs> like to survive it, food, it, cocks, in order, in order to, cum, in order, brains, and whatever you want. In order to order down. more food. Oh, I'll suck your cock. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Yeah. That took but millions it, it, of years yeah. to get that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> to write that sentence took millions of years. It, it's, the secondary, it's the secondary purpose for that organ. Speech is a... An added benefit, right, to the mouth, right. It's yeah. not its primary purpose, and it performs magic. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyways, this guy thinks it's bullshit. Well, he says uh, on page uh, in this chapter, he writes, page one sixty one. He writes, as a loss of telepathic communication first occurred in Mesopotamia, because cannibalism, proof where, and human development with it started there. The earliest languages developed there too, and so he's. He's saying uh, we had to start talking because we couldn't. We couldn't because as our big brains lost the ability <laughs> to suck in, and he, he and he, why did we lose the ability? Because, because our brains got so big. Brains. Oh yeah, and we hit the skull. Yeah, and it, we we couldn't accept what he called the prana rays, and prana is an Indian ah uh, prana prana uh, rays. Yes, yes. prana oh. is uh, the Indian version of chi. Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. So he says that we get all, you know, that's why all animals can accept that, and we can't anymore because our brains have gotten too big. Because right. Because of the brains we've eaten. Oh, man, he's stretching now. And that's why every time you eat frog's legs, your legs uh, grow. He didn't write that. True. I just thought of that now. And then chapter seven is called The Origin of Races. Oh, boy. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we could be in trouble here. Um, I, I'm not going to get... <laughs> Too far into it. I'm just going. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to read his all caps. Does summary. he use the word mongoloid? I no. I guarantee he he doesn't. Oh uh, well, it'd be cool if he did. 
he do, he doesn't. Um, shit, and I, shit. I, I mean, he's 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 written this in the seventies. I think he has a kind of like, you know, even he's you know, even when he's writing about women, he's still like, no, they're they're really great for being women. They're just not <laughs> as smart perfect. as. Oh, they so are. in this one, he's like, some of my best friends are black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, my lawyer's Jewish. He writes this. This is his summary of the. This is his all cap summary of the chapter. The first human being had his origin in the crossbreeding of an African and an Asian hominid ape. This crossbreed and his descendants possessed the rare ability to interbreed with the breeds of either parent and with other related breeds of ape. They were the first cannibals. Through crossing with related breeds of ape, they became men and cannibals at the same time. Many of the original characteristics and attributes of the various breeds of ape remained visible and operative in spite of the interbreeding. For this reason, there are many human races with differing appearances. Okay. It, okay. Do you know what this sounds a lot like? Not a lot like. A little bit like. Um, uh, Elijah Muhammad, who started the Nation of Islam. Yeah. yeah. And their book, Mr. F- uh, God, is it something? Fard, who wrote uh, the, 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 founding doc- the founding document of the Nation of not Not the Quran and not Islam. But the nation of Islam, they have some weird bullshit stuff about race sure. and whiteness yeah. and blackness. And it, dude, it is right. fucking bonkers. It well, is, it, it yeah, is some it, hateful, bonkers, ignorant It always shit. works its way to uh, superiority. Oh, dude, yeah. it's fucking... You're right. It sounds a lot like this. So this, I mean, this is the chapter where he has the pictures of man and monkey, and he talks about brain size, but he... They do the same shit with Bush it's, it's, and Obama. Pictures of them doing this. It's like, oh, right, yeah. I mean, there's so many pictures of Bush. Yeah. Um, he, he writes on page 192, he writes, On the subject of race, realization of the following fact is of importance. The color of the skin has absolutely nothing to do with the level of intelligence. Which race is more intelligent depends solely, only, how many brains they ate. On when their ape ancestors were transformed into cannibal human beings. And how dude, this, they dude, it's the most unwoke, woke bullshit ever, <laughs> yes, and I love it. Yeah. Dude, that is that is snake eating its own tail yeah, of yeah, unwokeness. Yeah. Look, look, I'm not racist. Listen, I'm just I saying. Everybody. Listen, if we just find out tomorrow... That Korean guys ate more brains than everybody. No, they're the daddy now. We should probably give them first vote on stuff. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, if new shit comes I, to life, I don't know who ate the most brains. Let's I'm just find saying out. If we find out, I'm just open to new ideas. I'm sorry. Be, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're. Uh, I don't know where monkey. Eat. Yeah. I don't know where monkeys eat. Yeah. I don't know where. But if they eat brains, listen. I don't care if you're, you know, uh, Inuit. Or you're not. Go, go for it. <laughs> go I don't care it. if you're not into it. But just did you? Did when you, did your great 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 grandfather, not mother, <laughs> eat mad brain? Yeah, it's like now. But was it bad brain? It was it, and was it punk rock? <laughs> but it, your skin color does not have anything to do with intelligence. Only. The level when of, the his, the, when the people yeah, dude, that is great yeah the level of the level of uh, mania displayed by your ancestors <laughs> but so then he's got to know about modern cannibalistic societies a la the Papua New why Guinea. do you keep bringing up Islam <laughs> yes well yes because he ate brains with 
at least one, one of, of these them, some of those guys. Yes. But we should all we should know that uh, modern cannibalism really is a uh, and historical cannibalism is really just a direct result of like how much complete protein is available within like the area that these people right right are yes in. Like, yes it's a it's a survival instinct right but if it you, only happens it doesn't happen when there's rabbits running around and right shit. Like, but yes, in yes. the modern era if you're gonna say that that was all that mattered. Would you be like Papua New Guinea is like at the forefront of? But they they don't do it for survival now. Now it's now that cannibalism, uh, if it even uh, can ritual, exist, ritualistic. is ritualistic yeah. and symbolic only in nature. Yes. Uh, well, he writes so he writes this. I mean, cat fucking the Eucharist is cannibalism technically. On the same page, he writes this about New Guinea. If the crossbreeding of two breeds of ape had taken place in New Guinea and cannibalism had originated there, then New Guinea would be the focal point of the world today and not Eurasia. Uh-huh. The missionaries and researchers would come from New Guinea to Eurasia and destroy the way of life built up by the Eurasians on the basis of their own intellectual ability. Because they would have been doing it for so long. Yes. And force upon them their supposedly more progressive one. White men are doing this today in New Guinea and in other areas where indigenous inhabitants are not able to defend themselves against this act of humanity. For yeah, each, there's not enough guys. For each race, the best <laughs> and most suitable culture and civilization are those which they have themselves been able to construct on the basis of their own mental abilities and their own surroundings. So he's so close. Yeah. But so far. But so far away. He's going, those guys would win if not for earlier, those guys' grandparents right. ate all those brains. This guy was trying to write guns, germs, and steel, <laughs> yes, but ended is. up writing brains, brains, and brains. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. exactly. <laughs> Dude, what a double feature. <laughs> yeah. He's writing lawyers, brains, and money. <laughs> <laughs> I went home with the waitress. They had brains they like I Oh, I, do. I built a bu- I built a cage out of her bones. I went home with an apetress. <laughs> Get me out of this, please. So his hair was perfect. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Look out! Uh, a lot of Warrens, Yvonne. The best. I showed a new gray one from today. It was so dope. Jesse, Jesse hit me with a mix. You were trying to do what? Jesse hit me with a mix and it had like a Warren Zevon song I hadn't heard before today. What, so, oh. what song was it? I mean, I, some bullshit. It was dope. I'll, I'll look it up before we end, but it was it was really fucking good. I had never heard it before, but also I don't dabble too much. G.G. Allen covered him. Yes. Carmen. In shit, right? <laughs> 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 that ain't it. Gonna You're going to go there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to skip to chapter eight, which is called Genesis. Mm. And here's his all caps description. Of- Phil Collins, Phil Collins, <laughs> yes. Phil Collins. Here's his description of, of, of here's a summary of, uh, of Genesis. All caps. Genesis describes pictorially the unnatural development of hair covered ape and a na- naked human being by means of cannibalism. Sexual de- desire leads him astray and the fruit of knowledge is eaten. Knowledge grows, but in the brain, there come to be delusions which cause men to solve imaginary men- uh, material troubles by means of agonizing work. This is an inherited curse which bears down on all his descendants. Man will devastate the earth and destroy himself. So that, I, should, that, I should have read that last part. Man, man will devastate the earth and destroy himself. Sure, yeah. So that, that's in reference to in Genesis, is, is, is God's punishment upon Adam and Eve is, is expulsion from the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Yes, and now you will because toil, ignorance is bliss. Toil yeah. by the sweat of your brow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's really a story about uh, hunter. Ga- it's 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 hunter gathering, hunting and gathering, 
changing into agricultural revolution. Yes. As opposed to feeding off the fruit of the earth, working relatively little through your day, getting all that you need from just what's around. Sure. To well, now back-breaking work. That's, that's Bible Genesis. His Genesis is mental I, Genesis. But, right, but I'm, right. I, I'm referring to what right, he's right. talking about, the toil. Right, and, and, the, yeah, right but and I'm it, saying that the, the, the analogous is yes, his is all mental Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I'm Sega Genesis. Don't you, yes. think it's, don't you think it's also just like everything was easy? And then you looked into the mysterious, and now everything's hard. And like, that's how. Oh, like, you you ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Well, yeah. like you grew up. Yeah, it's the Promethean fire. You, stuff you, you, you and, took over responsibility for your own shit, right? Yeah. It, it really depends on your I interpretation. Ra- I raised you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it you on you your rebelled against yeah. me. Now go on. And now you're in this other. Oh, shit. Oh, you want to be God now? Go. Try it. And you go like, yeah. Come, and, let and, me know how that works. And you're out. like, how how like. With them, I, if you read the Bible like a comic book, it's really entertaining. I mean, the moment I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. don't just don't put any stock into it. No, I mean sure. the moment you describe it in in that sort of sense, you're like, this is just someone writing about the time that their kids grew up, and yeah, yeah. like Dad, I want to, I don't want to live here anymore. Yeah, I mean that's like, like that's right. the whole. That's, yeah, getting thrown out by your parents a, was like a, a rite of passage. A, yeah, yeah exactly. it's such a psychological journey. If you, I mean. Don't just don't believe it as fact. Just read it like a myth and it's fine. Yeah. It's the kid up the street, you know, that uh told me Santa wasn't real. And my mom looking at him and just grilling him. Yeah. And like she was a cannibal, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she grilled yeah, him up. Yeah, she grilled him up. Medium rare. That's why John's so smart. All those Got some crab apples. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Got some crab apples from the tree of knowledge. <laughs> so, and then they fulfill that also, you know, there's two trees in the garden. There's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and there's the tree of everlasting, everlasting life. Eventually, that loop is fulfilled by Christ on the cross being the fruit of everlasting life, of which you eat at the end to become immortal. Nice. Lupus. Right. <laughs> chapter nine is the last chapter. It's called the immediate future. And now that he has written his opus and he is, he is, uh, so this is Mr. Holland. So this is, yeah. So this the is immediate future getting fucked by me. <laughs> and so this is where he describes what we need to do to, um, not perish. Yes. And like the fruit. So throughout, you know, the last three or four chapters, he keeps mentioning more meditation and yoga and vegetarianism. And remember, this is a guy who made a shit ton of money in Hong Kong as a businessman and then wore Tibetan robes, wrote this in a monastery in Tibet, smoked cigarettes nonstop, had millions of dollars, bought a villa that he... Uh, then, like, fixed up in Italy. Mm-hmm. Fixer upper. What? Do we know how he made his money in Hong Kong? There is just the only th- opium, probably. Got it. <laughs> yes. It. Oh no! I who, know who to say. We'll find out later once you tell us more. I, about I, I wish I knew. I could not find. Maybe his name is. All different. right, get, let's, let's go. Chapter nine. This is his description. Every individual human being, no matter what race or society he belongs, must alter himself radically, satisfy his only true material needs, work only for these, turn to a simple, healthy way of life linked as far as that is still possible with nature. This applies first and foremost to the people of the West. Man will perceive that, in so doing, 
he is making no sacrifice. Quite the contrary. He is liberating himself from all the false needs forced upon him, for which he has previously senselessly worked, making his life harder than it need be. And he goes on to explain that the United States is obviously the, the top of the wicked list right. and needs to embrace the philosophies of the East, of India and mm-hmm. China. And even says that Europe has turned the Korean. Europe has turned their back on China, despite there being way more people in China and being older and history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he says we people need to get back to vegetarianism and meditation. Get back to the land and yoga. Yes, meanwhile, the proverbial move out of the city. Yes, move out of your 180 room villa. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Yeah, you guys. I, I am fine. I am very content here. I sacrifice my enlightenment by staying in my mansion for your sake. This thing too we were talking about, like we're going about Gaddafi is like you know he would do like the Bedouin tent thing, but his tent would be like fucking (laughs) like glamping on a level you've never seen before. It's like burning, but because he did it, it was like oh he's such a man of the people. Yes. With like you know, fifteen women in berets and M16s, yeah, which is cool. As as Cassia writes, Maris' final words could have easily come from the lips of a crystal-wearing vegetarian, an environmental activist chained to a tree, or an urban flock of pierced, tattooed teenagers. You've got his final words. Uh, those were kind of his final words. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, what a son of a bitch. Like written words, yeah. yeah. I mean, in that summary. I mean. So, okay, I'll read the last two paragraphs then. For, for of the, this book. Of this book. Of, of which we do not know the title. Not yet. Sick. For these that today, the command, therefore, is to ignore all pro, uh, prognosis and directions differing from this. The, the idea that I just stated. Yeah. Coming from specialists, experts, politicians, and any such spiritual, spiritual ephemerae. They must free themselves from the tyranny of the demi-intellectuals and calmly go their ways, turn towards the rising sun, which offers the chance of survival. Turn to the east. When they rise up, three billion people will wish these young people success. And when they attain their goal, six billion people who want to live on this planet tomorrow in a worthy way of man will cry out aloud with joy. Hmm. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Embrace, you know... We live in a Western world, and I'm a Western girl. But, you know, take the best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, embrace all of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, the best, the best of both. The best of both, yes. Both have problems. Yes, yes. Take the good out of both, make a nice... uh, Gumbo? I would call it a gumbo. You'd probably call it a melting pot or some bullshit. But I think a nice stew is good. Yeah. Do you? Or maybe even, ma- maybe even a shepherd's pie. Or yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, Well, I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. And, and I'm pie. just a fucking Bob Bob Black sheep. <laughs> You're the weak, and I am the tyranny of evil man. Ha- have you any wool? <laughs> so, that's the end of uh, the book. Called? The Beginning Was the End. Huh. Huh. Intelligence can be eaten. Oh. Subtitle. Yes. Yeah, the publisher was like, let's throw that under. Yeah. And the and the reviewer, the man who said this is a better explanation than the Bible, he was a bass player, John. A bass and a, player. And a keyboardist. And a keyboardist. And a singer and a multi-instrumentalist. And his and name... Bob Dylan! His name is Gerard Cassell. No. Who is yes. that? Who is that? From Devo. He's like Mark cool. Mothersbaugh and, and, and Cassell are like... 
And then they both have brothers named Bob that are Bob 1 and Bob 2 in Devo. Like, one of them just passed away recently. But I love it. Uh, Jared Grisale was, uh, I mean, he, he still is. Devo, meaning devolution. Yeah. What and the they fuck? put out uh, a piece called Beginning is the End. No shit. Do you got the song you're going to play it for us on the way out? Oh, I don't know if it's a song, actually. Oh, they just have a piece? It's just like Ape War. <laughs> It's audio of just. What do you, you mean know, they have a piece? Oh, man, it is, they quoted. They quoted from this book. They memorized all of those beginnings of uh-huh, chapters, uh-huh. and they would joke to each other about them. They, oh yeah, yeah. They said they heard about this book, and they went to a bookstore, and they're like, "Hey, we're looking for this book." And the guy was like, "What do you want that for?" Yeah, the guy was like, "What do you guys? Come on, are now, you guys fascists?" Uh, yeah. Come on, like, no, we just heard about it. We just love brains, man. We like weird shit. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being into weird shit. Nope. It was perverse. Get it. You know who had shit that was shunned and perverse was the Nazis in a fucking like art gallery where they're like, here's the art of the perverse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's fucked up, get it. You Hold on to that shit. And that that includes fucking like shit about like people talking about like Mein Kampf on Amazon. I'm like. Let that shit breathe yeah, forever. Yeah, do you want it to go hide away and fester? Yeah, and like people think like, oh, there must be something to it if it's like illegal. Yes. <laughs> like, and you're like, no, no. It's Show just, the absurdity. It's just one dumb bastard that Sunlight sucked. is the best disinfecting. Yes. Let it out. So, so I, I, I should have I looked this up. I, uh, but the first music video Devo ever made was called The Truth About the Evolution. Full title, in the beat. In the beginning was the end, ah. the truth about de-evolution. Oh, well, that may be the title of, like, their thing, like, encompassing it all. The first music video for the band Devo. Oh, really? Was that. For sure. Yes. Interesting. Because yeah. the DVD collection had the same title of, like, all their early shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I and, feel like the... And it's um, really scary. And, and, and Cassell says, he said, it was... It, they read it and he said it was a better explanation than the Bible, so it became our Bible. Right. That's pretty cool, man. I feel like there was something in that um, Super Mario Brothers movie with Dennis Hopper where they did a Devo thing where they like devolved people into the reptiles. Probably into mushrooms. Well, there is Ooh. mushrooms in that. The whole, there's like the Mushroom King. Like there is. I think we got to revisit that movie because yeah. it's one of those things where like, hey, man, they might have been on something, even though it's dog shit. Yeah. There might have been. They, they, were, they were really going that, for you know? it. And John Le- Johnny Legs. I love Johnny, Johnny Legs. Legs. They, got the, they, got the, they got the fungus thing. They yeah. got the devolution. They got the lizards. A whole and nine. Hopper is. And I think they have a, a Bridget Fonda. Hoskins and Hopper is a real. Oh, so, so it's, a, it's a film. Sorry. It's a film. It's a film. Yes. Yeah. The truth about devolution. Because they actually is, is is the partial they, name for the film. The full name is the in the beginning was the end. Yeah, was the and they actually start with films before they have actual musical demos. Mm-hmm. So like the only band because they were art school kids huh. that went to video first before audio tape. Oh, okay. because they were like pioneering all that shit and like real huh. weirdos, and they were also 
at Kent State when those kids got shot. Yes. So like they're by like, a guy who really did have a diseased brain. Yeah, <laughs> that guy at the top of the fucking tower at Kent State. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking. You're, uh, yeah. oh, Kent I'm, State is the National Guard. National Ten Guard soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Nixon's coming. I, uh, that um, that's um, Charles Whitman. Charles yeah, Whitman. Yeah, 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 in yeah. Austin. Yeah, in Austin, not yeah. Kent State. But I, you're right. Yes, I he did up. have a diseased brain. I mean, they they but also, you could say those National Guardsmen have a disease brain, yeah, too. Who absolutely. fucking knows? Do you want to take us out on, on, on this? Uh, sure, sure. Play yeah, us yeah. out, man. Uh, so I'll just play... Uh... The Rugrats theme? It's got to be so <laughs> fucking early, like, 74. It might be, like, the same year as Kent State. Sorry about the UT Austin thing. Dude, they were creepy at first. Like, Sanitized Devo was... What? Yeah, six years later. This is Smart Patrol. I love this song. Like secret agent man and stuff. Oh my god, this video is a nightmare. Yeah, really scary shit, bro. Fuck off! All right, folks. That was, was pretty good. Matt, that, Matt. Was, that was really good shit. How fucking far out? You guys fucking nailed it. No, you nailed yeah, it. Yeah, you took the cross. <laughs> and back again. Hey. Uh, the end is the beginning. Yeah, it's it's really rich shit. That's really good. Oscar kiss Marath. God, what a Man. fucking weirdo. Yeah. They're spanking this woman on the ass of ping pong paddles. Yeah, they get really... I assume it's a woman. The early DV videos get really creepy. Wow, that's very weird. All right, I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Pita. Pepper Soap. Goodnight, everybody. We love you. Secret.
Podcast. A podcast network.